Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your host tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, what's up everybody? Yes, indeed. Nitro is truly the glory. What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode number 150 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host. If you don't know who I am by now, episode 150 then. But if you're just joining us for the first time ever, uh, my name is Keenan White, aka Left of the Great. To my left in the virtual world is my co-host who's been helping me out a lot lately, the arrogant one, Max Mort. What's up, Max? What's up, everyone? Max just woke up, everybody. Been on the podcast. Yeah, I, I took a nap. I almost missed it. I almost missed it, but I made it in time, so okay. we're good. We're yeah. good for the show. Yeah, JQ is <laughs> going to be joining us here later uh, Later on. Uh, please, everybody, share this. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook, so share this. We want. I know it's a little early, so I wasn't expecting we'll get many people on her, but... I thought it was important that we do this with Max and we do this with Joseph because they've been very much involved, among others, in making this <clears throat> three years go by and making us and, and getting us to 150 episodes. So, uh, please share. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little bit a uh, little bit cold. I got a little bit of cold myself, but I'll be fine. Uh, first off, you know, I gotta do. I gotta. I gotta thank everybody. So I just want to shout out and say thank you to everybody that has um, made this happen. I was uh, looking, that's 150 episodes, that's 149 more than Joseph ever thought I'd do. Uh, so he actually sent me some congratulations in private, which I thought was pretty cool. I appreciate that. Um, and I just have to say thank you to you guys, because none of this would have been possible without you guys putting up with janky audio, janky accents, and fumbling and bumbling that I do and that we do, and just the antics that we get up to, but... It's uh, been an awesome three years. We're going to talk about that more, but I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to everybody around the world, all the people that I've met through this podcast and just RC in general in the last three, four years. Wow, I can't express my feelings and how awesome I think that is. So thank you guys for that. Shout out to the NNRC squad around the world, man. Also, a uh, big shout out to all the, um, some, all the patrons of the podcast. What? What man, Dakri man, hitting us up with that, with that super chat right off the bat. I do not know who this guy is, man. I've been trying to figure him out who he is all this time. I thought I figured out who he was, but it wasn't him. So thank you, man. Um, yes, I we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna open up. We're gonna have you guys. We're gonna talk. I know you guys have questions, and I know people are driving to AMS and stuff like that. So we're gonna talk about that. But we're we're gonna do all of this in a minute. In a minute, everybody. But thank you, Dakri Man, for that. Hey, you guys, we have that super sub. I mean, that super chat. If you feel like being generous on the 150 episode, we are accepting tips today. Um, so thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. So with that said, thank you to the patrons of the podcast. Uh, you guys help keep these bills paid. We we just got some new patrons. I greatly appreciate it. And man, those guys, some of them have been there from the inception. Um, I greatly appreciate that as well. Um, 
we can't do without you guys. If you wish to be a patron of the podcast, the link is in the written description of this podcast. Also, we wouldn't be anywhere without the sponsors of the podcast. And remember what I say, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. Some love. We are going into a new year. Some sponsors will stay. Some sponsors will, will go. Uh, next year, we're taking a little different approach. We're having a limited amount of sponsors. Uh, and we hope that your company can be a part of that. If you can, shoot me a message and we'll get some of our sponsorship and advertising tiers out to you because we plan on doing some even bigger things in 2022. Isn't that right, Max? Even though he's got me muted. Uh, so go ahead, say something. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, NNRC car will be bigger, it will be better. Yeah. Uh, Everything else around that will be really good. And I think just the basic podcast structure will be some more enjoyment for the people. And yeah, yeah. I, I think listening to will be big for the podcast. For RC in general too, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going we're going to like two episodes a week when, when it's big races and stuff like this and in general, just trying to shorten it up a little bit, not give you guys five I know some of you like five hour podcasts. Still gonna be five hour podcasts, just split it into two. Um so with that said, I just want to say thank you to the awesome sponsors that have been a part of this podcast, and they are Mayako, Can't Wait, Car Supposed to be being released very soon. Um, very, very excited about that. Beach RC has been a long-time sponsor. I, I rocked this shirt from RCGP. TNR Fuels, High Tech RCD, Techno RC, another long-time sponsor, Sun City RC Raceway, JQ Scale Motorsports, Donovan RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Lugs Racing Tires, RCGP, House of RC. I'm probably missing somebody. RCMX. Um, yeah, I want to shout out to my boy Eddie Fikes and his old, his uncle Ed is old, uh, his seasoning that I'm rocking and I love it. My wife's cooking up it. What's up, Lance? How you doing? What's up, Corey? How you guys doing? We're going to talk about a little bit of AMS today. And I want to shout out to So Dialed app. Uh, very good app. I, I pay for it even though I don't race. Joe's a good dude. I think it's good. Check it out if you guys can. Uh, things like that are going to make RC so much easier for everybody. I think it's good things. But thank you to the sponsors. If you guys wish to save some money with some coupon codes, affiliate links, not all of our sponsors have that. Uh, you can find the links in the written description of this podcast. Um, just before we go on any further, we want to do a levels check. Am I coming through clear for everybody? And is Max coming through? If we need to adjust our volume, please let us know. We will do that. All right, Max. So, uh-oh. Should we should we bring him in? He's here. Oh, JQ? Yeah, we should bring in the man. So, yeah, let's bring in the man. Because he wants to talk about AMS, too. So, let's bring him in. Yeah, for sure. Well, hello, Joe. What, what, what's this hat you're wearing? I'm Norwegian now. I see that. But what is it for? I wasn't allowed to be Finnish, so now I support Norway. Do you apply for citizenship again? Yep. And got denied? I haven't got a reply it. yet. No, no. I need my, uh, I need proof that I can speak Finnish. <laughs> oh, really? So I'm working oh, wow. on that. Well, yeah. Don't worry. I'm jumping yeah. through hoops to get my son's English passport right now. It's, it's a lot of hoops that I'm jumping through. Uh, thank you, Mario, uh, for that show, 150. Hey, Luca's getting tall. Luca's taller than him now. Someone... Someone posted a super chat. Did you see that? Yep. Robert Parenti. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I appreciate Parenti. that. Yeah. Getting to know him in the Discord. Oh, yeah. Don't forget our Discord. Oh, We're yeah. almost at 200 members. Yeah. We're going to get to 200. I've been kind of quiet yeah. this week. I wrote a blog today. It took my brain two weeks to do that blog almost. And uh, Max <laughs> helped me put it up, put it nice. And it's all on House of RC. 
It's about this awesome yeah. season in racing we have had in USA this year. So check that out. It's actually a pretty good read. Dude, like I was, I was a bit surprised. It was, it was pretty comprehensive. It wasn't as uh, as bad as usually Keenan writing is, but so he's, not, he's definitely stepped up this time. I do not claim to be a wordsmith or a, a, a man of proper English <laughs> at all. So uh, there's a warning on there. It's just like the, the it's like I it's diarrhea in my head. It just comes out through my fingers. I don't know how it gets from here to here, but it does and. It doesn't sound too good because, you know, I talk too much. I had some secret shit in, in shot I just noticed. Oh, uh, maybe we got to bump up your volume. Anyway, guys, we are here to do a couple of things. We want to hang out with you guys um, for a bit. We want to talk about AMS, which is a lot of people are driving towards because this race is very important, very significant in a lot of things in RC. And, of course, we want to celebrate doing 150 episodes 149 more than this guy right here in the upper right hand corner I ever thought I would do and thank you Joseph yep. for the private thank you from you and the other person cheers yeah cheers I have water today I, I didn't bring any beer um, I am drinking beer now and then so and I, I just want to say yeah, shout cheers. out to this guy right here because he's helped me a lot as well he can't be here today because he's working but he will be with me next week and we do a live, with, hopefully with Tebow, if he wins. I hope he wins, because then it'll be even better. And of course, don't forget the blog on House of RC. And he calls a novel. I told Connie it was going to be long. I was supposed to be finished this last Friday, but I never got to it. Uh, my brain, my creative part shuts off from now and then. So, anywho, guys. Um, yeah, episode 150, Joseph and Max. Amazing, isn't it? It is. I think it's pretty I'm amazing. a bit surprised as well. Um, I mean, you've been going strong this like past, let's say, year and a half. So, yeah, you definitely stepped stepped up your game. And also, you've had less emotional meltdowns. They were more <laughs> well, frequent. Before. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe I'm just uh, out of it, so I don't know about your meltdowns. Yeah, I I, I, I say the latter. But... <laughs> your handlers. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I I deal less with you, Joseph, so that there inherits less stress for me. So. You know, we kind of just plan everything and then show you and then be like, all right, we're going to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Toby. What's up? Toby's also been on this podcast, and I hope to utilize him a little bit more in the coming year uh, with uh, his awesome – he travels a lot, goes to races. So anyway, guys, um, first off, we're going to talk about uh, AMS. But before that, you know, we can't go further without paying some bills. So we're going to pay some bills first before I go on. And this podcast is brought to you by Lugs racing they have over 55 combined years of experience in rc they have been testing treads wheels and rubber for the best performance for their customers you have the lugs econ tires which were developed with racing budgets in mind high quality but lower cost means that savings can be passed on to you the racer they also have their premium line of tires lugs that pr provide pure performance using their custom molds and proprietary rubber compound the tires are now available in medium, soft, super soft, mega soft, and now long wear. You can visit www.lugs.com, and you can use the promo code NNRCLUGS and save some money. Uh, I know they were suffering from COVID and getting stock in, but I think they're on a better, in a better position. They're looking for team drivers. So check out Lugs and um, show the podcast some love, and you'll save some money. All right, guys. So here we are. It's November, dude. We have the last... Big race of the year, which is uh, Alabama's Alabama Alabama Manufacturers Shootout. Uh, they switched the year last year to November. It used to, this race used to be in June, 
which I think is actually a good thing because in June it was hot as balls in there because I actually have attended this race. It was the last time that I actually officially raced something. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, same place in Coleman, okay. Alabama. You usually have a lot of elevation. Um, well, the, the year that I, the year that I went to was an awesome track to drive one, but it was definitely a deadly track. It had a, a yeah. I'm surprised nobody got hurt, but it had this awesome crossover that you jumped into a a, a quad, I believe. But you yeah, had to jump yeah. the quad because there's just triple, double, or double. It was impossible to double, double it consistently. But man, it was like when you sent your car, you know how you get that feeling. You're like, Ooh, I'm flying through the air. There we go. I can hit brakes. And it was just like, so you had so much time. So this mm -hmm. is the last official time that I raced there. I had a blast. But it's in November now. It's going to be cold there. This is the last race where we're going to see everybody, pretty much everybody. We are missing some drivers. But I think we have pretty much every top driver you can imagine attending this race, except people like Cole Tallard, Aiden Horn is in there. But, man, it's going to be stacked. It's the final race of what I think has probably been one of the best seasons of racing in, in, in RC, in eight-scale racing in America. I can't really count Europe because we only had two real races there. But, um, man, what a season it's been. And... We have a lot to talk about. Um, so where do we want to, where's, where's the notes, Max? Because you, you did these notes. Um, they did do the, the, yeah. the track walk. Let's see, I did actually, I do actually have a picture of the track here. So let's put the picture up. So let we me can, bring this up. We can discuss the track. And, um, because yeah, I think the track was a bit different than race time tracks usually are. Not crazy different, but a lot more sort of, it doesn't look like the jumps are that crazy. It's a big triple on the right, but mm -hmm. apart from that, the jumps are pretty, pretty good sized. Well, so I think that will be good. I, I just going to tell you guys that this this is not a very big arena. I think this is probably the smallest arena on the race times stop. So I was listening to um, Bobby Moore and and Dave as they did their track walk, which I I, I have to all right. I have to complain about one thing. Bobby Moore and Dave, can we please do the track walks in landscape mode? Please, please, please. And not like vertical mode. It's, you can't really see the track. But they did it. Um, I think they knocked it out of the park. I think they were going for a more technical track. Uh, they want some longer laps, like 28, 29 seconds on a pro, pro stance. So I think they just did a good job. Um, I like it. Um, no elevation this time, which is fine. Um, Bobby, I remember in the year I went, he had put big two mounds of dirt up her and her. And they, yeah, they have found a figured out a way to use every little bit of dirt a little bit on this race. And I'm, I'm, I like the track. It's, it's not going to, well, I don't know how, if it got rough last year, I can't remember. But when I went there, it didn't get rough. Um, it's, it stays pretty, pretty good. But, it, you know, with the cold weather, I think it's going to be a big difference. So I guess we'll start with you, um, Max. What's your thoughts on this AMS 12.0 track? Yeah, I really dig the right side of the track. The sort of triple doubles and angled, uh, that looks really cool. I think there's enough sort of uh, enough room to uh, easily clear the doubles, so it's not a huge difficulty. But you kind of have to angle your car to keep it fast and keep the pace up. And then sort of the long corner that drops in the end. Uh, yeah, I really dig that. I think the right side is really cool. Left side is a bit more simple, sort of 
90, then the jumps, and 180, then again a 90 jump, 180. The little jump in the middle, I'm not sure. That looks like it will break up. Uh, hard to know if they've packed it really well. They, they so have. that really small bump. Uh, I think I think this this dirt is is probably the most packed of the race time races, so it generally doesn't get really rough. So yeah, I think I think it'll be a good event. I I really like the sort of right side. I want to see someone like Fan go through there. So yeah, I'm excited for sure. How about you, Beaker? What do you think of it? Yeah, I've been here one time a few years ago, and I like to. Yeah, the track looks good. Nothing too crazy, it seems. Should be a good race. I didn't realize you went to this race. Who did you go to this race with? Uh, it was... I can't remember was it the a, year. Was it... It, had to be it was already with, with, uh, it was already with the JQ, and I stayed with the Reed family. It was super nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me about, yeah. about that. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be good. What's up, Uncle? How you doing? What's up, Vicky Payne? That must be, um, what's up, Tony Newland? How you doing, man? Clinic RC. Um, let's see what else here. I, I like. I think it's going to be good. Um, the one good thing about this track is that we're, we're going to get really good coverage. We're supposed to get really good coverage from live RC. So this track isn't too big. So I think we have a couple moving cameras. It's fine. Maybe a stationary camera to switch. Things. I did watch Blue Ridge Nationals two weeks ago, and Live RC was there. And I have to say that Joseph, they had really good cameras. They were trying. I think they were testing out new stuff for this. What my basically what I'm trying to say is, I think we're going to get really great coverage from from this race because it's just a small track. It's well lit, um, and I think it's going to be great. Like we're going to be able to see everything on this, unlike we we couldn't see at Silver State. But excuse me. I'm looking forward to what uh, Live RC brings. Hopefully, they go the whole way and they get out and do interviews with people and all that stuff. But which days like is DNC. the coverage? Excuse me. Which days do they do the coverage? Don't know. I would have to contact Lance if anybody knows uh, what what when does coverage start, or if anybody's at the race and they can ask Dave. Uh, we would like to know because we are we are. Um, planning to talk about this on Friday, so we need some coverage, right, Max? Uh, yeah, for sure. But I, I think one thing that's gonna be much easier for the coverage is the race format, uh, because they're not using finally the first race in America to use the sort of RC two style race format. Uh, yeah. So it's really gonna be put to the test of how it works for sort of uh, southeast uh, big races. I'd say this is southeast. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it'll be cool to see sort of controlled, controlled practice, and uh, proper qualifying, proper track time, and then the what they call Super Bowl round in the end, which is ten minute races, which sounds pretty cool. So yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of a uh, lot of possibilities for good action, and I think it allows for better coverage on and so on as well. So yeah. Um, real quick, Joseph, because yeah, you had... the last qualifying round will be racing, so there's more to watch. Also, more excitement. Wow, yeah, you you just broke up really weird just now. Can you repeat that? I said that the last qualifying round is racing, so it will be more yeah. exciting to watch. Also on the stream. Yeah, Joseph, um, you you, and it shocked me because I didn't know you was doing this, but you and 
Yeah, people want, if you can explain the format, I know a lot of people, I mean, Lance did explain it on the last podcast, Charlie, but um, I know you was kind of involved with this, Joseph, so can you just uh, give people a quick synopsis, a quick summary of the, of the format, please? Um, actually, <laughs> you don't it's remember? not exactly what I recommended. Mm-hmm. Am I breaking up again? No, you're fine. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so, it's not exactly what I recommended, so let's see how it goes. But the basic idea is that they changed up the race by having an entry cap so that they could do a schedule. So everyone gets the same amount of practice. You don't have to stand in line. You don't need friends standing in line for you. Everyone gets the same amount of track time from the moment they hit the track to the time the main starts. So I think that's really good and fair. And then they'll have a seeding. They'll redo the heats so that you're racing people of equal skill level. And then after that, the qualifying system is not the, they don't time the whole time you're on the track. They take some laps, but I don't remember what they actually settled on now. I think it was five laps over yeah. like five fastest laps. Yeah. So your five best laps from that time, the average lap time of that that's going to be your uh, qualifying time. Or I don't know if they no, add they're doing the they're, they're doing the better. average three laps from each qualifier. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, I yeah. thought it was fine. But anyway, it's not the entire time of the qualifying run. So it's just your best laps. And I, I actually think that this is the way we should qualify because um, in every form of motorsport, qualifying is about speed. But for us, it's about consistency. So, that means that we don't really see the best drivers trying to go for the best lap. They are going fast, yes, but they aren't going balls to the wall because they have to avoid mistakes, you know? So for qualifying, I actually think it would be better if we had a time, let's say five minutes on the track, and then all the top guys would just be going for the fastest possible laps they can do because they know they only need three or four or five of them, whatever the rules are. So... I hope that this is something that uh, uh, continues, that people enjoy this qualifying format and we start using this more in the future. And then, yeah, so as we said, the last round of qualifying will be racing. So people are racing each other, but they are racing each other in their group. So the the fastest guys, whoever wins that fastest race, will be overall TQ. And if you break in that fastest race, you can't drop further down than that. You, if there's 12 cars in it, you'll be 12th overall. I believe that that's what they uh, decided to do for this race. And then everyone gets a long main also at this race. So that's yeah. something good because some of these races, if you are in the lower mains, sometimes you just get like a six-minute main at 7 a.m. in the morning. You know, And that's no fun really, is it? So. I can't remember now what they made. Yeah, the main, I think minutes, 20 minutes, minutes, 20 or 30, 30. minutes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. gets good, good uh, track time. Also with the three consecutive laps, you can also come in. Okay. So you got two minutes warm up and you got five minutes. So you're really getting seven minutes on the track. So with this track being so small, you can go out there do some laps and say, Hey, maybe you do a lap. I don't like these tires or these tires or something. Well, I want to change. You can actually come in. Lance actually made this a point of this. You could come in and do small, quick adjustments on your car and go back out there. You have enough time, and you'll get enough tracks. Uh, sorry, enough laps in five minutes on this track to do that. You know what I mean? 
So if, if a lap is roughly going to be 30 seconds, 31 seconds, you're looking at two laps a minute. So if you want to make some changes, you can bring your car in, make some quick changes, and maybe it's a tire change, maybe it's a ride height change. Who knows? And and go from there. So I, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this works. I, I think uh, it's going to be good, and we'll see how it goes. I, I just wanted to touch on some things because we did cover this last week. I know this, this, this actual race got a lot of negativity from people because it's going up to $150 and it's capped and all this type of stuff. But I just wanted to, and I did this last week, and I think we guys have to kind of say kudos and shout out to Race Time Entertainment for doing this because they honestly could have just went back to what they know best, which is as many entries as they can and, and make as much money as they can, which they should because they have to make money to make this race go. But I think that um, we have to give them some props. I mean, we, we've given Dave quite some some crap, not not a lot, but I know maybe I've pissed him off a few times, and I know you have too as well, Joseph. But I have to say that I actually think he cares. And to see things like this with, you know, I, I see the pride that he puts into his work. I, I, I see that he's trying different things. It started just with trophies last year and then better trophies this year. And I hope that this catches on because this is very significant uh, in, in RC. You know, here we, like Max said, we have the first real American race adapting a different format. American big race. I know there's other races out there that do this. But when I I say, I I mean, like a race of this magnitude. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how people like it. I hope they do. Uh, Maybe they'll make some tweaks and go into next year. But I think, like we said, there's room for those big mega entry races. And there's room for this and this type of race. And I think this will prove it. Yeah, but the thing, is, the thing really that I, I'm personally most like annoyed by the comments is, yeah, you go to someone like PMB, you pay two hundred and seventy dollars effectively. You pay two hundred seventy dollars to entry for that race. What you get is three qualifiers and uh, a guaranteed seven minute main. That's all you get per class. So you get three, three of those. So you get nine qualifiers in it together and then three six minute mains that's guaranteed to you for 270 dollars uh now you pay 150 you run one class and you already get sort of more time on the track with one class than you will get with three classes so if you would want to run two classes let's you want to run e-buggy and buggy or let's go crazy one or on chuggy as well it's 450 but you're gonna be running on that track non-stop. You're gonna you have three 30-minute mains on Sunday, or some on Saturday. Lower mains have been it's been running on Saturday. But the fact that you are paying more, but you're getting a lot more. The increase isn't that crazy. It's from 90 to 150. Mm-hmm. You're not even paying double the price, but you're getting, I'd argue, more than double the track time and more than double the experience. But it's not only about track time. It's also about enjoyment. The days, I think the longest the day went was 8 p.m. So you're not, you don't have to stay at the track at, at 10, like you have to DNC, for example, which is also a controlled race. It has control practice for that. You have to stay at the track uh, until 10 p.m., sometimes even 11, and you start at 6 or something. Now you go to the track, uh, 8 was probably the earliest heat, then at the latest you leave at 8 p.m. 
you're guaranteed track time, you're guaranteed a qualifying race, and a main final uh, or a, a bumper final with 30-minute runtime. That is, to me, I would, just for those things, I would pay more. And I think, I think when people actually go to this race and they run it and they realize that, that they have much more fun and they don't have to stay at the track all night to just run 60-minute mains, I think they will realize how much better this is. Because this race is built for the racers. This race isn't built to make money, really. But in the end, when people enjoy it, it will make probably more money than what the previous format was. Because people want to get in. People want to race good races. People don't want to race bad races. Yeah. it's. I'm happy that they did this. But yeah, the qualifying is three consecutive, and that was one thing that I didn't agree with. I think it's better when it's any three laps or any five laps because that's when you really see the top guys go for it, and that's when it also is a situation where you can even come in the pits or tune your engine or do something like that, or a back marker doesn't really matter so much. When it's three consecutive, you don't actually have the whole time to do it because three laps takes, what, one and a half minutes, you know? So it, mm-hmm. it changes it a bit. So I think it should always be a certain number of laps, but any laps within that time and the average of that. Also, no, I, I'm a bit worried okay. about this because they they made some changes. Like they had more classes than what I think a race like this can have. And also they made the mains longer than what I think that this kind of race can have. So they do have a schedule, but... Hats off to them if they stay on schedule at this race. I'm very curious to well, see because I, I don't think they can do it. If they go half an hour or hour yeah, after schedule, you're still tight. getting out of there at nine. That's still a decent time to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still better than normal, but I mean, yeah, yeah, you'll definitely know pretty tight. approximately when you are running. So I, I also yeah. don't think it filled up. I think they're maybe be 50 entries no. shy. I think it was a 350 entries. Okay. No, I think it's like 15 entries. Oh, short. okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close though. Because oh. they, were say, they were saying they were running out of uh, space. But it's pretty oh, simple. I, I mean, look, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I get it. People are like, well, race fees are going up. People have $800 worth of tires, and you're going to worry about yeah. about a race fee? Yeah. Come Would, on. Yeah. The, the, the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Being as this is episode 150, go ahead. Finish what you're going to say, Max. Yeah. The, the thing is, you're going to pay what, $200 on fuel and $200, $300 on hotels. Uh, then you spend 30 bucks a, on food every day. All the expenses that go to going to this type of race, and then you're going to complain about 60 bucks. And the fact that you pay 60 bucks to get double the track time and double the experience for your racing, I think it's... I can understand that people say, okay, these fees go up because it feels bad to pay so much more for the entry but in the end you need to realize that it's it's gonna be better for you you're gonna have more enjoyment when you go to this race you're gonna get more for your money more for that money you you pay to travel as well so you can imagine that you someone fly is gonna fly to this race so that money you put on the plane ticket every single uh, lap you get on this track is a bonus mm-hmm. The good thing is I see a lot of, well, I noticed this year that a lot of the West Coast guys, like California guys, like Ryan Reese, I don't think Pavitas is there this year, but Cody Thompson and those guys, like local SoCal racers, 
have gone to a lot of the race time events, which is great. Uh, yeah. So that's good to see. Uh, look, Neo Buggy. I when I when I enter, when I try to enter Neo Buggy, I think I paid one hundred and seventy five dollars back in two thousand and fourteen, two thousand to enter that, and that race sold out completely and had a wait list was of way over plus people. Two hundred pounds. It was way over two hundred pounds in the last years when it was at Harper Adams. Yeah, yeah. It, and, but people still wanted to get in. It was always full. Mm-hmm. So it's you pay for good stuff. In you honor, know. in honor of, of him being awake and being on this live, I have something for the infamous Jay Smoker. This is the ridiculous one, Jay Smoker, and you're listening to the No Name RC Podcast. Ridiculous! Woo! <laughs> hey, it's been a while since I heard that. I one. cannot <laughs> wait to hear that Smoker say that in person, and then obviously by the end of the weekend i'm gonna be tired of hearing it but it'd be great <laughs> uh so what's up smoker he says he wants to come on on, on episode 169 so i guess we're gonna have him back on uh yeah all right um all right so real quick uh before we go on and start celebrating and take some questions let's have a look at some of the entrants that's going to this race because this, this race is super stacked and there's a lot of people may not think this is an important race but i think it's a very very important race uh, for confidence, maybe for sponsorship going into 2022, because I'm pretty sure a lot of these guys haven't got their deals finalized. And maybe for these up-and-coming guys, it's a race that they can win and boost their stock. And I think for some of these veteran guys, it's a race they have to win and keep their jobs or boost their stock. So let's have a quick look at some of the veterans that are going to be here. We're going to have Ryan Cavallari. He won this race last year. Uh, Adam Drake. We have... Um, Oh, man. Ryan Lutz is there. Mayfield, Cole Ogden, Fenn, Rivkin, and then um, Seth Van Dalen, Tessman, Jared Tebow. Man, we have a stacked uh, stacked main herd. The only person we're really missing from this is Aiden Horn and Cole Tallard. But let's look at let's look at some of these guys. All right, let, let's go. Um, the first person on the list here is Joe Bornhorst. I'm hearing rumors about Bornhorst. I don't know how true they are. But I think this race is super important for him. Um, he just kind of needs to... I'm hearing, I'm hearing he might be out of tech now. Yeah, I'm hearing that too. I'm hearing he might be like getting a real job. I don't know how true that is, but that's the rumors I'm hearing. I, I hope not, even though he doesn't like me too much, or you, Joseph, or Max, any of us here. Um, I don't want to see Joe Bornhorst out of RC. You know what I mean? So we, Hey, we've all had uh, run-ins with him, right? You, well, yeah. you and him have had run-ins with him. I haven't had any, but he, he doesn't like me, and I understand that. You weren't involved in the drone incident? I'm with, sure he uh, thought I face? was part of that, but I just happened to be sitting next to JB, and trust me, I tried to shrink myself, but, you know, that's obviously right. hard to do. Yeah, yeah, so PMB, JB yeah. almost flew a drone in his head. Yeah. And you then, can't yeah. miss his head, to be honest. Now, see, I didn't mention yeah. his name to you to start well, consulting I mean, the thing, The thing was, it almost hit the other guy worse than Joe. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, I don't know why he was I wish that. I, I mean, that. It wasn't as yeah. bad as what came next, though. But um, this this person right here, when he said what, what he said. Yeah. Anyway, we, do we have to go over Let's this? Go over again? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Joe Bornhorst, JB almost hit Joe with the drone, and then JB got kicked out of the race for it. And Joe obviously was pissed <laughs> off at JB. And if you know who JB is, it's like 5'3", 
and Joe Bornis is like six six. So you can imagine what type of confrontation that. And JB is is not scared of anybody. And then when he came out, he was obviously pissed off, and he walked across. This is when JQ was stacked. We had we were stacked. We had eight tents. We had people spilling out yeah. on his sides. It was full, like biggest pit yeah. you ever seen. And then as he's walking across, giving JB and the whole JQ crew like uh, the evil eye, somebody shouts out, "Average Joe!" And I just went. But I mean, he said something. I no, he didn't say he nothing. Said. You just said average he said Joe. Something. I didn't hear him say he, anything. He said something to JB. He, I didn't hear him say anything. Was, uh, he did. He I did. just he know. Did. I just know he wanted to kill somebody, and he didn't want to kill you because you was too young. So I think he kind of picked on Mike Hill, and Mike Hill wasn't the one either, because he's skinny, yeah. but he's something else. Um, but it was funny because none of us were like serious about it, but he was like super pissed. Well, you know he, what, Max? He was it's, yelling, and we were just like looking at it. Him. It's called it reading the cool. room, Max, and that's something that you and JQ lack: reading the room. And um, just no, I think I'm ready. Perfect. <laughs> this is funny. Trailer truck was trailer park was in full force. Yeah, I stuck Keaton between Galati and and um, Charlie. Got R.I.P. to Charlie. Uh, he yeah, that, that was the race where Bobby Moore and Jeff Keaton both. Yeah, yeah. We, JQ. We, this is when JQ was stacked, and it was really stacked. Is that the, is that the race where Drake told Keaton to? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, That's so. you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I believe so. Hey, by the way, here's a message for you, Lefty. It was a super chat. Oh, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Great show, Keenan. Just a quick question. What are your opinions on the of the 15-year-old Scottish driver, Phil McCracken? I like his name. Anybody named McCracken is going to be badass. Is Phil McCracken, is, is that supposed to be a joke? Or did I say that wrong or something? Say, say it again. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken. I don't get it. Is it. Did I say it wrong or something? Feel my crack in. Oh, see, that went right <laughs> over my head. Right nah, over my head. Funny. I just thought his name Phil McCracken. Well, right. Did you see that guy's name who sent it? Uh, Elias. Oh, oh. <laughs> ice, ice, wallow, come. Oh, that's interesting. I will th thank you. For the super chat. What's up, Jared? How you yeah. doing? We got Jeff Keaton in here. This is we need to get Jeff Keaton back on the pub. I think it's all corporate now. I think it's TLR and it's going all corporate. So he can't be he's, he, he's TLR. Oh, he's not he's sponsored TLR. by but I don't think he could be yeah, associated no with such with scum like us. So, you know. Um no, we're the cream of the crop, man. No, we're what does he know? Does he know that JQ rebranded to JQSM? He might be. I know he's all about builders and stuff, and it's JQ Sadamaso. Yeah, he's definitely interested about the SM. Part. All right, and we, we're gonna talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some more crap after we finish the AMS part. All Where right, let's look. Got the fifteen-year-old Scottish guy, though. That was, I did. I was sorry, I didn't catch guy. one. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't catch one. <laughs> sorry. Um. So let's look at some of these other guys. Jackson Brunson having a good year. Tanner Denny's going to this race having a good year. Tyler Fenster, tenth scale guy from California, I believe. Um, he's headed there. We got the Fullers. I think Mason Fullers is going to surprise a lot of people. Spencer Hackett, another solid young driver. I expect him to do good. Josh Hollyfield is a local uh, Southeast driver. Tyler Hooks has had, and I have to give Tyler, I was just telling you this the other day, Max. I have to give Tyler Hooks some 
some a lot of credit because he's been doing pretty good and he does a lot like he does all the social media and all that type of stuff and he's still trying to do all that stuff and race on a competitive side and i could tell you that that's extremely difficult but he's had some good results this year uh yeah i mean some races he's been faster than uh, jerry wiggins which mm-hmm. is sort of his main sort of local rival they practice together and all that so he's been he's been doing pretty good this year i've been surprised really because it's it's not easy to uh sort of do everything and then try to race as well okay let's talk about the dark horse tyler jones good semi-decent year no victories this year i believe he's got another year in his contract with techno uh, should have should Tyler have won races this year? Run a nitro buggy this race? Or are we giving him another year to get used to the tech no more? And should we expect big things out of him next year? I think we give him another year and see what he does next year. How about you? Yeah, I mean, he really isn't at the level yet where he needs to win. He's at the level that he gets podiums here and there. The PMB win with TLR a few years ago that was sort of a one off. It was a great result, but it it wasn't sort of the sort of his norm. I think I think races like DNC, um, well, maybe something like Silver State, or who knows, maybe the Nationals next year. I think tracks like that he can do pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I would yeah, I would I would. I expect of big things out of Tyler Jones well next year. year. I expect yeah. big things out of him. Um, yeah, but this event probably nothing crazy. Jared Tebow, no victories this year. Had a solid year. I know he wants a victory. I was talking to him uh, yesterday. He's, he's, I was like, dude, I know you're burnt out. It's like, uh-uh. I'm super excited to go to AMS and can't wait. So he he went. He was at Hobbyplex this past weekend. Mason Fuller beat him. But I think he was he was trying the new Reds engine. But um, this week, his, I asked him, he's going with his MX engine this weekend. So it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. From what he told me, he enjoyed the, he liked the Reds engine. So we might... Let's see what happens for Tebow and if that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he races the ad Harper Blacks pretty often. And he often gets beat, by the way. Like, yes. I think Mason has beat him multiple times there. And Seth and David. Basically more than Tebow. Yeah, Seth. Both of them sort of, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a hard it's track, dude. Sort of small, hard track. small track. And he probably doesn't go there often. So it's, it's nothing crazy if he gets beat there. I think... This year, I've like Tebow has been looking the best Tebow since I don't know forever. At least like on sort of how he the, the sort of how he presents himself, how he he's he seems happy. He seems like he's having fun. So yeah, this year's been really good Tebow for sure. Ryan Lutz is gonna be there. Is this the last race we see Ryan Lutz competitively as a professional ro- driver? I hope not. That's another uh, hard call. I mean. It would be weird if he left WRC because they are certainly pushing uh, to do stuff. I don't know if, like, if he leaves WRC, I would imagine it's sort of his decision to leave. I would see no point of WRC sort of uh, taking him off the team. And well, I think it's about where it's it's more about where he can he get a full paycheck at, at a team. So I I hope that this happens for 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 Ryan or he decides to be. To continue in RC because I, I really I really like Ryan and I want to see him get angry and do well. Um, all right, real quick, uh, I, I I think we haven't talked about it much, but I have to say this: Spencer Rivkin has probably been the most consistent driver this year. He's had multiple third places yeah. and second places. 
He's had a he's he's had a very quiet but very productive year in eight scale. He hasn't had any wins. That can change this weekend. But I have to give him his props. Very good year. Excellent year for him. Yeah, definitely one of his best eight scale years. Nationals didn't go too well. He had a, a DNS at PMB. Apart from that, pretty much podium every race. Mm-hmm. Always there in the main. Uh, so yeah, he's been doing surprisingly well, I'd say. Sort of. I think he has his eight scale program together now. And yeah, I think I think that's that's what's going on here, and it's showing. Okay, real quick, who I expect to be in his main and do very well? Who's had another decent year? Brandon Rose had a very a very good decent year, lots of top fives. Lee Setzer, one of the in my book, one of the most improved racers of twenty twenty one. He took he he has taken a liking to Nitro. I talked to him at the Nationals, and has been I know he did some ten scale last week. We can't hold that against him, but um, we can say that he's been fully focused on eight scale. And that's good. Seth Van Dalen. This is the conundrum. Seth was not at Hobbyplex this past weekend. He's going to he's going to AMS. I mean, it's pretty uh, we know like through the room. I pretty much knew at Nationals that Seth wasn't gonna be on techno at the end of the year. Or is it gonna be in a techno I mean we can all be surprised and he can be, but I just don't have a feeling that we're gonna see Seth in techno next year. He needs he needs a good race. This has to be his his good race, uh, so he can go. So his stock can go up a bit more going mm. into twenty twenty two and build that confidence that he has because he has all the skills to do it. He has the mm-hmm. speed. He has everything to do it. It's just you know, it's it, as you know, Max, as you know, Joseph, and these in this pro ranks, those increments come so small. You know what I mean? And you have to take them, but you could go back so fast if you just you got to just keep on top of yeah. it. So. Yeah, he definitely needs a yeah, good race needs, this week. This week, yeah, he needs a little bit more consistency. Sort of like TQ in Silver State, TQ in uh, DNC, then not even making the main at some of these East Coast races. It's it's sort of to try and make a paycheck. Uh, it's it, it's not acceptable, really. Yeah. Um. All right. Ty Tessman. I am so happy that Ty's here because if Ty goes to this race and wins. That's three races he's won. Big three races where Mayfield okay, Mayfield wasn't there at PMB. But three races that he would have win. And after that dismal, abysmal performance at at DNC, Ty Tasman has shown that he is Canada's eighth wonder or number one RC guy. And one of the best people in, in the RC got RC drivers in the world for being in the B main at DNC to winning two races this year. He won US Open and he won even though US Open was as big as some of these races still have a stacked talent still stacked talent wise but i think ty testman could win this race to be honest i yeah i, I just the track suits in the club. yeah i just think the ty testman can win it and, and yeah. i think that i don't think that mayfield is the favorite going into this race i'm gonna say it i don't think he's the favorite going into this race this weekend uh yeah i would disagree i think he's the favorite uh, but it's very likely that he doesn't win, sort of. Yeah, I think. Like, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put every, anyone else really above Mayfield at this point. Not even Fend, because he looked good at uh, Southern Nats. But even then, without those silly mistakes by Mayfield, he would have had that race. Uh, he sort of crumbled there, and mm-hmm. Fend took advantage and won his first race of the year. 
so yeah, I I mean I really can't say anyone else about apart from like Mayfield winning this race to say one guy, but I wouldn't be surprised seeing Tebow or Fanning getting a win here. You know what? I'm gonna say something very unusual. I actually think that at this race, Fend Fend could win. It's about really time you saw the light, Joseph. Like looking at looking at the layout, knowing how the track will mm-hmm. be, I I think he could actually win. Yeah, I'm not gonna cut out. The only issue is if it blows out a, even a bit. If it blows out even a bit, it'll be a lot harder. Well, yeah, I but, can't remember if it blew yeah. out last year, but Tebow came third I think last it year. A bit. Tebow came third last year. And the rougher this track gets, the better Tebow will be. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I don't think it gets rough like that. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, not, not, I don't think it'll get rough. I think you'll have some, some bumps or ruts which Fend will always hit. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> agree with you, Corey. Uh, third tire, hey, third wheel salute. I'm, I missed it. Is Ogden going? Yes, of course he's going. It's, yeah, he's going. He, yeah, so he's gonna. He's gonna be good. I think I he think. can win it too. It's it's gonna. It's so hard to call this race right now, but we might as well yeah. do it as we're here. So, uh, Max, you go first with your top three picks. Um, I kind of want to pick Testman again. He he proved me right at PMB. Uh, the thing is, it's a bit technical for Testman, so I. I'll I'll put Mayfield, Tasman, Fend in my top three. Okay. How about you, Joseph? Um. Even though I said that Fend can win this, I think he'll fend himself. So <laughs> I will I will uh, put I'll put Tasman, Mayfield, Ogden. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Um. I I don't know if I want to pick anybody because I jinx people. So maybe I shouldn't pick anyone. Hey, Cavalry, so you don't jinx anyone. I would I wouldn't mind Cavalry winning. I want Tebow to win. I want um left tire salute. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I thought it was left I, I know it's left tire salute. Um no, I am gonna refrain from making my picks, but I'll make my uh, uh you can't refrain from making your picks. You have to make some now. You can modify them after practice. All right. Allow I am going. Honestly, I think it's going to be Ty Tebow. Ty Tebow Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm and, actually going to write this be in there too. I think Co-Ogden could win this. Personally. Yeah. Write, write it all down. A puck? What's a puck? I don't know. I can't see Ogden winning though. Like that's the thing. I can see Ogden being second. I oh, can't see him win. I don't know what it is. Look at corporate. What did Max say? <laughs> uh, I said I said Mayfield, Tesman, Fend, and Keenan went. Ty oh, Tebow. Ty Tebow Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Mayfield. I said Ty Mayfield Ogden. By the way, guys, we will be doing a recap of this race on Monday. So pay attention for that. Yeah. We seem have, to be uh, high on tire. Um, uh, yeah, but the thing is, he he's pretty good on tracks like this, though. Like PMB, he was really good. Nationals, fastest after, uh, or I don't know if Octane was faster, but after semis, fastest guy. Uh, tires were good. It would probably be semi, medium to high grip. I don't know. Sort of, well, American medium to high grip, European medium to low uh yeah i think i think tracks like this suit tie 
The only thing that doesn't really suit him is the technical part of this. Mayfield is really good at tracks, like sort of when you have to uh, angle up your car. Sort of the angle jumps, I think Mayfield's really good. So I think I think that that's why I picked Mayfield first. But Tesman is definitely going to be fast, no matter what. Sweet. All right. Well, speaking of techno and me picking Tebow, uh, he has agreed to come on next week. We're going to do another live with him to get his his feedback on that. So before we do that, and I think have you guys talked about AMS anymore? Do you guys want to talk about it anymore? Do you? Let's announce our schedule for the weekend. Oh yeah, 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 shit. I'm um, sorry, um, Max. You take I'll care of that. Paid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a pit stop real quick, guys. Uh, bathroom's calling. I drank too much Red Bull before this. So, Max, you go ahead and talk <laughs> about the schedule. All right, everyone. So, so the time time zone for this will be UTC minus four, which is one hour ahead of Eastern time. Uh, it's two hours ahead of the time in Alabama, which is. I think that's central, it's called. So, on Friday, 5.30 uh, UTC minus 4. So, 4.30 Eastern, we'll be having practice catch-up. We'll be going through practice, we're going through Q1, and uh, we'll do a watch-along of Q2, uh, Q2 of Nitro Buggy uh, during the live. Uh, join us then. So, 4.30 Eastern on Friday. Then the pre-final show on Sunday uh, will be 5.30 Eastern. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about the main. We'll watch the driver intros. And then after we watch driver intros, uh, sort of got our sort of uh, analysis of Super Bowl qualifying all settled, uh, we'll do a watch along on uh, uh, Discord. So we'll have a voice chat going on over there. Uh, everyone can watch watch the race at home, uh, chat up with the guys on Discord, sort of get our thoughts during the race. Everyone can get their picks in. So please, if you haven't yet joined the Discord, join the Discord. We'll have a lot of stuff going on during the weekend. Uh, we'll be talking to people at the race. Uh, there'll be a lot of lot of people from the Discord is actually at this race. So if you want, want to ask people stuff, they'll probably be there to answer some of your stuff. And... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a really nice weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun with this race. And, uh, yeah, let's get excited. Maybe maybe we're going to call Jeff Keaton in later. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we're going to be busy this weekend. And starting with our new yeah. format of probably doing two podcasts a month, a week, uh, we will have a, a recap of this on Monday. Uh, pretty much that's it, I think. And uh, we'll talk about this race in particular. All right. Um all right, Connie, thank you for your time. Connie, thank you for everything and your help with House of RC. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't checked out the blog or the novel that I wrote uh, and you have like an hour, you can go check it out on House of RC. Uh, maybe we could get the link up and put that in here. Let me work on that. Um, all right. You know what, guys? It's time to uh, pay some bills. And being as he was in her, and um, I think this is going to be one of the last shows that they're going to be a part of because, you know, Things are happening there. I would like to say thank you and shout out to Joey Showers and the Showers family for all the support of us, me, uh, the JQ Racing Man. We came there and just their support of the podcast for the last year. I greatly appreciate it and I hope to see this family again and hang out with them sometimes. So thank you to SCRC. Sunset University Raceway, the home of El Paso.
Colorado's world famous motocross inspired eight scale off road track. The Showers family has over 20 years' experience creating one of the premier tracks in the USA. Their world class facility has everything handicap accessibility, covered beds, skate starts, space for parking RVs, trailers, and lights for night racing. Follow SDRC on Facebook under Sun City RC Raceway for updates, upcoming races, or host your own race. All right, so I think we're going to go ahead and go into the celebration of the 150th episode. And um, I have to I have to play I have to do some more I have to pay some more bills because we don't have a main interview this week. So thank you to Techno RC, another longtime sponsor of this podcast. Right into the next time. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. And thank you, Techno RC, for their continued support of the podcast. I know guys don't like ads, but ads is how we, we make our money. So thank you to our sponsors. Like I said, if you're interested in, in supporting and being a sponsor of this podcast, shoot me a message. All right, guys. So, hey, you know what? We are actually at 150 episodes and three days shy of doing this for three years. The first episode, episode one, which sounded like we was in a tin can, Released on November 13th, 2018. Holy shit, JQ. You never thought that I would get this far, did you? I hoped, but I didn't think so, to be honest. <laughs> See how much confidence he has? I hoped, <laughs> but I didn't think so. So just in case you guys want to know, I actually, um, so how this kind of, it's we have varying stories on how this started, but I kind of went to Joseph and said, hey, I think I want to do a podcast. I want to, I listen to other podcasts. They're not talking about the stuff that I want to talk about. I want to talk about RC in general, uh, in the world, not just one region. So he was like, find out what you need and then we'll get it and go from there. So that led to a conversation with Savage Joe Zaire of Ran Out of Talent. I bought all the wrong equipment and it's, it didn't work very good, but we, we got that first episode done and it took about, it took really about four or five months to get that done with JQ constantly, you know, on me. And I have to say thank you to him for that. Um, because if it wasn't for him pushing me to do this, we would have never got started. And here we are, 149 more episodes than he ever thought. Really, it's more than 150 episodes. But it's an yeah, official... you've done a lot of lives and stuff. Yes, and of course we have the 15 episodes of RCGP. So with that said, man, I want to say thank you to Joseph... Um, I have to say also thank you to my other partner involved in this. I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, and of course you, to you, Max, cause you was a big help from the get go as well. Um, I have to say thank you to you, Joseph, especially for giving me the opportunity to, to be in this crazy world of RC number one. I never would have thought that would have been possible, but then to push me to come out of my shell and do something that I'm actually, I think I'm pretty good at, which is talking. And, um, yeah, like 150 episodes, three years later, we're still here. And yes, I'm burnt out, but the passion is still there. And I'm looking forward to 2022. We now have Max back on. 
who's kind of with us full-time, which has been a blessing. I, I have to also shout out to other people that have helped make this podcast what it is. I just have to shout out real quick. It's Rowan the Barbarian. The Jeff Keaton, for his time coming on, he made it exciting. Uh, we need to bring him back on. Um, my buddy, Zach Ryan, bringing that Australian flavor from down, you know, from down under. Uh, RC Kevin for his time. I have to thank Wally for his time, and he did this with us as well. And um, who else? Am I missing somebody? Jared Tebow, David Ronafalk for always. Ronafalk, I have to say thank you to Ronafalk because Ronafalk was always, I would call up Ronafalk, I'd be like, hey, man, can you come on for 20 minutes? Sure. He would never tell me no. So I want to say thank you to him, and I think we're, I think we're actually friends. I think, yeah, I think we have a bromance going on. Um, <laughs> shout out to Alexander Hagberg as well for his support. Uh, become a really good friend with him. Connie, um, man, just everybody that's been, and most of all, thank you to the NNRC squad who go and download and listen to us ramble on for five hours at a time sometimes and tune into these lives, man. Honestly, the thank you should go to you guys because none of this would have been possible without you and the patrons and the sponsors. None of this would have been possible if you guys, I'm just some guy who likes to talk too much and I wouldn't be doing it if you guys didn't support it. So I give you guys, I can't clap. So here's my version of clapping. Thank you to everybody that has made this possible. I can't say anything more besides that. It's, it's truly been my pleasure. It's truly been, it still wows me when I get messages from people I may not know. And they're like, Hey, I like this in the pod and you were right. And this, and I think I, I was telling you this earlier, just, I think we're seeing a shift in the thinking of people and I think that's just because we're just hammering things, you know, like, you know, like what they say, if something doesn't like to get beat and it don't want to work, get a bigger hammer. So, you know, we, we, we pick up a bigger hammer and we do things. And we're not sitting on our laurels. We want to do, we want to get better. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff says, okay, you're t oh, I have to also say thank you to Big Sexy Jeff Keaton because he definitely brought out the best in JQ and we need to get uh we need to get him back on her. Um, I still have his, the Jeff Keaton rant that I have never published. Uh, I still have it tucked off. Um, maybe one day it will get published, but I don't know. It will probably be when, when we dissolve this podcast, if that ever comes. And if you, ever, if you ever lose motivation, just go back and listen to that one epic rant from back when I was living in the Philippines. It was one of the early ones. Mm. When it was that long rant about RCGP and Bornhorst was in there and you... Do you remember the one I mean? One horse was in the I had a long monologue for like five or ten minutes, and then the doorbell rang and food was delivered, and then we went back to it. I remember it was that. probably my best friend, yeah. I, I, so if you lose motivation, go back and listen to that. Well, I, I think one of my favorite, I think uh, honestly, I, I have to, I think one of my proudest moments on this podcast is actually the Ryan Mayfield interview. I actually got credited with probably having the best interview that he's ever had. So that's, it's also the most popular one. Um, so yeah, man, I just, I know lately probably I've pissed off a lot of people, the federations, but that's fine. I, I'm not here to be friends with them. <laughs> I'm here to uh, fix them. Uh, uh, but I think we're doing the, I think we're doing good things here. And honestly, it's just shows and the people that showing up at six, six, it's six o'clock for me uh, that are here listening to us and that download this podcast and show us some love. And especially like the patrons that, you know, send a little extra money this way. Fuck man. It's been awesome. Like, and I ain't ready for this to stop. I'm ready to, I'm ready for us to develop, bring out the NNRC 2.0 next year and, and go from there. So thank you everybody. 
Um, so, uh, I don't know, man. Excuse me. Um, I'm burping. I don't know too much Red Bull. Let's talk about what we, some of the things that we've enjoyed on the podcast real quick. Um, I know this isn't in the notes, but JQ, what's been one of your favorite moments besides that rant on the 150 episodes of this? No name RC podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, all the rants with Keaton, basically. Yeah. That, those are, have been my favorite. They were epic too. We need to get him. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Max? You've been on her recently, um, even more, much more involved. Uh, what was one of your favorite moments of this? Yeah, I don't know. I I really enjoyed sort of... Uh, I think some of the stuff uh, at D, uh, happening around DNC, mm-hmm. uh, I I think almost every DNC on the podcast, like since it started, it has been really good. I think it's been it's been not fun. Yeah, so, I th- yeah. I think I think sort of the DNC lies with it this year was mm-hmm. pretty good. I really like them and sort of before when you had interviews when you're on site. I think I think the, I've always enjoyed that part of the podcast. Yeah, I I definitely enjoy getting there and actually doing the the talks in person. Um, I think for me, what one of the f- favorite, my like I said, my favorite, my what I'm most proud of is the M- Ryan Mayfield podcast. But one of my favorite podcasts that I'm actually recorded was with Jason Snyder. Uh, I was very shocked. I thought he was going to be super nerdy, and he was actually very savage in a nerdy way. And I like that. And I think one of my most epic- I remember, dude. You know what? I told you, I, this was very early on, I think. Uh, you were like thinking of guests. And I said, hey, get Jason Snyder on. He, he had a YouTube channel way back and mm-hmm. he did a lot of good videos. And he's a funny guy. And you were like, I, you didn't know him at the time, I yeah. think. So you were like, oh, I don't know. He wanted to get some drivers on and all that. And I, I'm, so, I'm so happy to hear that because I told you so. This is the second most popular I- podcast. Yeah, on, 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 he's, on, he's on, a great guy. So I, I need to get him back on. And I think um, <laughs> we've had so many funny, I, we've definitely had some butt puckering moments on this podcast where I'm like, Oof, we're going to get in trouble for that one. But luckily, we, we, we kind of haven't gotten in trouble, really. Um, maybe we have silently, but uh, I think that's what makes us different and what, what I kind of wanted this podcast to be. Someone can compare... Uh, Compared us to compared us to being the TMZ, which may be something fair, but I think what we do here is we 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 basically take what happens at the track and what we talk about at the track. Well, everybody talks about it at the track, and we talk about it here. And I think we've I think we've done a important we've had an important role in a couple of things is making RC more exciting for everybody because we freak out over this stuff, and then also making people think things can be different, and just like. Add in some charisma to RC, which is desperately needed, and and bring and not, not only that, but also holding people's feet to the fire. I mean, like imagine this past year had no one really been at Roar, you know, at the Roar Nationals to catch all of that stuff, on you know, and just be there and be involved in that. People would have you know, and and still we still got to hold their feet to the to the fire. By the way, Roar, where are the results from the tests? It's now it's all November. We still don't have any test results from the inflated, if you guys inflated the tanks or not. So, you know, that quickly got brushed under the carpet. But, yeah, man, I just think we've been a part of some very good things. Um, obviously, like I said, we have pissed some people off. I'm not, but, you know, as, as JQ says, we can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. So, 
Yeah, thank you. You've thank definitely grown some balls this year, though, for sure. Uh, you used to go very soft on the federations. Way too soft, in my opinion. On the podcast, you were like, okay, they need to change things. But you were kind of like, this year you've been savage, for sure. Well, I just... So you've grown I, some balls. I, I just think that they are very important. And the first line of defense, the first line of attack when it comes to RC, and they're just not there. And then when I saw Raw and I really paid, like I went to the Raw Nationals in 2018 and I had Royals color, you know, I had, oh, actually I had, um, what's that, Fireball colored glasses on. So it was all dreamy for me and it was just super hot. But when I actually got to sit off and watch them the entire race and see how incompetent some of them are, I just kind of was just like, yeah, we need to, we need to fix this. And um, hey, what's up, Adams RC? Thank you. All the way from Australia. I, must, I hope you're on the East Coast. What? Jeff Keaton says Raw is still better than anything else. Because Jeff Keaton loves, I love Raw. Don't get me wrong. I want Raw to exist. But it is the worst, absolute worst federation out there, Jeff. Just because you'd like to go drinking with them. Um, Afra is 100 times better than Raw. Afra is 100 times better than Raw. And I think they move too slow. So, yeah, this year was a little bit developing for me because I said, I had to make a decision. Am I going to please everybody? Or are we going to try and make a difference in RC? So I have to balance being not being as savage as I, I really want to be because you have you and JQ for that. And and me kind of just getting my little... And my thing is against the federations because I just I just think like, you know, I was always the guy to, you know, when the bosses did something wrong at the at job wrong, I'd, tell, I'd say something. I'd probably get fired, but I'd say something. You know, you know one thing... Uh, one thing I, we sort of haven't talked about was the lefty for president movement. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I think that was actually pretty cool. I remember that. It was, I think that's what got behind that. Well. I think that's what ignited my when they when they kind of got the Facebook thing taken down, and that's when it kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh, these federations aren't about being open and aren't about new things. They're about hey, if you ain't saying what we want to say, we're just gonna ban you. And that's obviously been proven when I got banned from Afro from commenting on their. Yeah, post. I think. I think that actually got the ball rolling more so that uh, we had obviously been talking for a while already about the federations, but they weren't really paying attention. But mm -hmm. when that happened, I think it scared them a bit. Yeah, yeah people. I, I really do. Yes, they played it off like they just got it banned and didn't say anything. But behind the scenes, I think that it uh, got them to pay attention. Like, hey, maybe we need to do something or we could be replaced. Like it got them thinking yeah, because it started to gather real steam. Like it was this joke to begin with, but people were actually taking it seriously. Like, can we actually mm -hmm. vote this guy in, you know? Yeah. So they wanted to shut it down and that got them thinking. And I think after that, they were paying more attention to what we were saying. I think they're still scared of it. If you ask me, um, but I'm just to the conclusion, like if we can't fix these, Federations, then we got to watch them die and something else has to rise out of the ashes. So simple as that. Um, and I think Raw is on its deathbed. So, oh, and offer it, and offer it. And I think we just got to, you know, put it out of his misery and watch it, watch something new spring out of it. <laughs> so um, they, they definitely ain't going to let. But I did appreciate Raw reaching out to me to talk about what happened at, at the Nationals because I don't entirely blame them. I don't blame them. They're just following the rules. You know what I mean? So in that case, they're following the rules, but yeah, it just is what it is. We're not. This isn't about a raw spiel. I spiel about raw quite enough. Um, 
All right, guys. So let's talk about 2022, what we got planned. Max, because you're, you're really big on this. You mentioned the NNRC Cup. We're going to be doing, we're going to be trying to do a European version as well as an American version next year. A little bit more in depth, more races. I know this is crazy to some people, but this is like having a series. You know what I mean? So we kind of want to make it exciting. We're probably going to two podcasts a week at times. And yeah, hopefully we get to more races. I, I think I'll probably be at every RCGP race, hopefully. Hopefully I'll be at the, the Worlds. Hopefully, I'll be let into the worlds. Uh, but yeah, 2022 is looking positive. Uh, we got a lot of things going on. Mayako, with you, Joseph, uh, and, and Invisible Speed. You got that keeping you busy. And JQSM, I'll be involved with JQSM. And I'm still, you know, with Invisible Speed a little bit. So uh, I want to say, like, we've come to a pass where we've been working hard the last four years. And now, like, every, it seems like every bit of the piece, piece of the puzzle is coming together, but now the real work starts, and that starts next year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be busy. Of course, look, this is... This RCGs is the, will be on next year, guys. Yeah, but this is the first they question. Announced the date. They announced the dates. It'll be on. It'll be great. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, of course. We'll, we'll tackle that in the questions. Um, I'm looking forward to our next rant with Keaton about RCGP. Yeah, we should have Keaton on. Actually, you know what? We should have Keaton on immediately in January to talk about Mayako and the silly season and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, to start a year with a good note yes. with Keaton on the podcast. Well, now that he's back into RC, we can definitely do that. He's now corporate Keaton. So that's what we will now call him from now yeah. on. Um, so, I hope he's going too corporate, so he just hates RCGP, but he's not savage. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to keep Jeff, Jeff Keaton quiet, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's why we like him, you know? That's why we love him. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? I mean, I just, honestly, man, 150 episodes. We are going to do a Christmas show closer to December. We're going to do some giveaways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, um... Uh, Sorry, I'm just reading what Jeff says. Uh, but I think people want to ask some questions. We've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes. Do we want to have, add anything else before we go on? I think you should say thank you to everybody, too, for, for the support of the podcast because you guys, it's, it's helped you guys. It's helped, it's helped you a lot, Max, I think. Um, it's, it's, yeah, for sure. It's, it's I mean, boosted. it's been actually really fun. I remember this last winter, uh, after I started publishing my YouTube videos and we sort of got back in touch and I got back on the podcast and I mean, yeah, it was, it was actually pretty cool to be back on. Uh, we had a time where we didn't speak a lot, uh, yeah. me and you kid. And so, uh, was so good. yeah, we was, mended that cool bridge. Back in touch with everyone. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, since then it's been actually really fun. I've been enjoying being on the podcast, uh, getting a lot of people, getting to know a lot of more people, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously I've got my name out there a bit as well. So it's it's been big for me as well as sort of promotion and all that. But I, uh, I think to, more importantly for me, sort of what I appreciate is just uh, people asking me questions, people sort of talk, just talking to people, getting to know more people and uh, seeing that some people actually appreciate the stuff I say. So <laughs> uh, for sure, it's been really fun. And yeah, I'm super excited about next year. One thing you haven't brought up yet is the NNRC Cup. Oh, well, we did touch on that real quick. You, you've this is you've been you've involved. You've been you've 
you're geeking out over this right now. So give yeah. us a quick uh, run through on this. Yeah. So next year, sort of the NNRC Cup, because this year we started it after PMB pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Keaton is always in here when I'm speaking. <laughs> But yeah, uh, this year we sort of started it midway through the season. It wasn't built up that well. Next year, uh, as soon as we get all the dates settled on the races we want to have on the series, uh, we'll be posted, it'll be hyped up. And uh, sort of this t- the type of coverage we'll do of AMS this weekend, we'll try to do of each race of the NRC Cup uh, we'll have. There'll be four races in America, uh, hopefully four races in Europe as well. And uh, if it all goes well, the schedule fits nice. Uh, we'll have both series finished before the Worlds. And the Worlds will be sort of the final showdown of who is the king of the year. Uh, I think this is sort of a great way to have a, a series in Europe, in America, sort of a compare each, to, each against each other. Still keep the same race in there. Keep it virtual. Uh, and if people hype it up... Uh, <laughs> See, it just goes on. So if people hype it up, uh, I'm definitely going to hype it up. I'm super excited. I think it'll be great. It'll sort of all the storylines we'd had this year will just be better. It'll be sort of actually put into some uh, put it put into somewhere. It's not just forgotten after each race. It's it'll live on. Yeah, I I'll, I'm excited for sure. Uh, I have an idea for you. I think you should um, for the world showdown. You should make uh, USA versus Europe, and you pick. You don't need to pick the drivers, but it's the three best European drivers and the three best American drivers, for example, in the race. Yeah, and you add their scores together. You add their scores together, and then you have a winner. and And then you take bets before the race. So, who wins, Europe or America? Interesting. Yeah. So maybe some fantasy RC. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think we can. We can start Fantasy RC now with these four races next year. No, I don't know how any of that dude, works. Again, but Dude, you remember when you came up with the NNRC Cup in the, on the podcast? I think we should need to do that. Some Fantasy RC. We could do it on the Discord for NNRC Cup. So people pick their guys for the, for the season. And uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we're going to do that. I forgot going. all about that. We forgot to put fun. that in the notes. It'll be fun. And yeah. Uh, People will enjoy it. It'll be for laughs and sort of excitement. We don't want any gambling issues here. <laughs> <laughs> gambling on RC races. <laughs> All right, JQ, anything to add before we go on to some questions? I had something earlier, but I forgot already. So. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. You know what? It's time to go on to the Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A we see you guys have questions. We would appreciate some super chats too, and we'll give your question even more uh, attention, but we're going to give you guys attention as it is. So here we are, Beach RC. Thank you for all your support. BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at beachrc.com today. All right. Thank you to Beach RC 
Brent and Lucas <clears throat> are actually at AMS. Uh, so thank you to those guys for all their support. Remember, everybody, there's an affiliate link that you can use. Uh, go to BHLC. Show them some love. Help show the podcast some love. We got a little cut off that. We greatly appreciate that. And um, we appreciate Brent and those guys as well for all their hard work. As you can see, I'm rocking my jersey that I got at uh, RCGP in 2019. All right. So we have a few questions here. Uh, first one up is... Uh, for you, JQ, well, Jeff Keaton, is RCGP I, still a thing? Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, let's go through this. Of course it's a thing, Jeff. Uh, I yeah, actually think... Yeah, in March. Yeah, and it looks... And can we say this, Joseph? It looks like uh, it's going to be on the East Coast. I can't say where yet, but it's a week after the Nationals because the Royal Nationals date change, which I understand why it happened. Don't I understand totally why it happened. Uh, messed up a lot of races, so... We're going to have to, uh, um, hey. Okay, so we did get a super chat from Axel Owen, so we're going to do that first after that. So RCGP is still a thing, Jeff. You should race it. You promised to race it in 2019, but you didn't show up. Yeah, it's going to be, and now especially uh, if the first race is in the East Coast, Jeff has literally no excuse. Uh, so join the best racing series in RC. All right, let's, let's tackle our super chat. Thank you, Axel Owen, good friend of mine uh, in California, nice guy. Since you're both here, is there actually a difference between inboard rear toe with moving the hubs back and forth and just outboard toe adjustment? That is for you guys because that's right over my head. I've answered this before in the podcast, and what I said then was, Outboard toe just feels like let's you let's say you adjust one degree outboard toe, uh, it's same as adjusting half degrees inboard toe. But I think there's also I think the bigger the, the what creates the difference here is the fact that when you change inboard toe in, you actually shorten the car up. Uh, you move the rear hub forward technically, uh, which sort of gives more lean to the back, uh, slightly more grip. So you increase towing, uh, and at the same time, you sort of increase the weight uh, transfer to the rear. But when I change towing, I also move the hub. So I sort of negate that. But, but there's still, still a difference. The difference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's still a difference between in inboard and outboard. I always felt that outboard towing you add after you already have sort of three degree inboard and you still feel that rear is loose. So then you sort of really tie it in with outboard towing and outboard towing, you can run more towing and still have steering in tight corners. Mm -hmm. If you only yeah. have very much inboard towing, then at some point you lose too much steering. But if you have, let's say three deg degree inboard and you add half a degree outboard, you'll still have steering, but you also have more rear grip. That's kind of what I noticed. And also, yeah. when you do add outboard towing, especially one degree, that you can really feel that you have less forward drive, like the car is slower because there's more resistance to moving forward. Cool. So. Yeah. I, I felt I, I actually tried it uh, at RCGP in Thunder Alley, running one degree inboard, one degree outboard. And then I tried one and a half degrees uh, and the overall feeling sort of the amount of steering was very similar between that. 
But you sort of had, especially over bumps, I felt I had better grip with one degree inboard, one degree outboard. Uh, but you definitely lost some corner speed. So it's hard to call. I I think it's for my brains, it's easier just to do inboard. Uh, trying to match it with outboard, is it's always a bit hard. And trying to find sort of the perfect balance, uh, I think it's hard to do. So I stick with inboard. Uh, and I think what Joseph said says, if you're maxed out on the inboard with three, going four, the angle on the arm is going to be really aggressive. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, if you're already three inboard, then add to the outboard. But apart from that, just use the inboard time. That's my take on it. All righty then. No, very good. Can question. we answer the, the question about NNRC Cup? Because someone asked, uh, will it include European races and RCGP? So the idea, as I said, uh, is a separate cup for Europe and America. DNC will be a bit weird because most likely there'll be a lot of European guys scoring for the American series, uh, but that's just the nature of it. If American guys decide to show up at Montpellier, uh, they'll score for the European series. Uh, in the future, perhaps we could combine these events or somehow, uh, but as of now, it's it's best to keep them separate. Uh, and uh, RCGP will be its own series. Uh, and the thing is, RCGP is locked to the teams who are part of it. It's not a sort of an open entry. So that's why I don't think it's good to have on the NNRC Cup. And also, uh, it has its own series. It, mm-hmm. it, and we'll be hyping that up. We'll be talking about that anyway. Yeah, for sure. So which, yeah, which anyway, races are in the series? Top. Which races are as in of the now, series? The, as, of, as of now, American series looks like DNC, uh, Silver State, and uh, which we have one to I'm missing? PMB. Isn't PMB included? Uh, I it was like Silver State. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, DNC, Nationals, uh, and Silver State are 100% sure locked in. We are still deciding between AMS and PMB. Uh, if AMS is as late as it's this year, we might have to go with PMB. Uh, because we kind of wanted to end before the Worlds, just to have the world showdown. Um, uh, European Series is going to be Montpellier. That's 100% locked in. DXR, if it happens. Uh, it's not happening. it might be. It's not happening. Okay. No. So then then it's going to be probably Euros warm-up and Euros. And then it might be Bogeyland if that happens. If not, then we might have to cut it into three races only. Uh, but... Montpellier is 100% sure. Uh, Euros is 100% sure. Most likely Euros warm-up. And, uh, uh, IBC is the Euros warm-up. I think people... Yeah, yeah, I know. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what, why... What I about Euros warm-up? Uh, I think, uh, well, it depends, uh, really. If there's... I, I would rather have a pure European race as fourth. Uh, but if there's a situation where we only have three for Europe, then the world's warm-up would be the fourth for Europe. As already in DNC, as I said, there'll be a lot of Europeans, so it will sort of balance it out a bit. So, yeah, if it'll be for sure uh, Montpellier, then IBC, uh, which is Euros warm up, then Euros, and then probably the World of Swarm up then, uh, or Bogeyland, if, if Bogeyland is before the Worlds. Okay. I think it's uh, Bogeyland is later, I think. So maybe then Montpellier, yeah. IBC, which is Euros warm up. World's warm up yeah. and Euros. Then yeah. both series are done before the Worlds. Yeah. 
yeah most likely something like that uh still have to decide we need to check dates and make sure everything all right so, yeah let's move on uh we nrc nrc cup is going to be awesome that's all we know when is the new car coming out this is from adams rc in australia when is the new car coming out jq uh, it's actually shipping next week. So the Mayako is finally shipping. <laughs> I'll actually believe it when I see it, but still. Yeah, when I get that tracking notice, well, yeah, I'll believe it. Uh, Max yeah. from RC Kevin. What's up, RC Kevin? Uh, will you run RCGP? I don't know. Probably not, but uh, never say never. All right. Uh, Muggy. Ongaran Max Mart. <laughs> <laughs> Could be possible. European team. Uh, how long will it take the JQ racing team? How long will the JQ racing team continue? And will the guys on the team eventually cross over to Mayako? Or will it be a whole separate team? And will there be any prime pros, prime racers at Mayako? Um, I think, yeah, we're going to, it's still going to be JQSM guys. That's the guys, you know, the, the Motley crew of misfits that I'll be in charge of, uh, which won't yeah. be as many people, but um, yeah, we're still going to be JQSAM slash Mayako, and hopefully the people that are running JQ cars now will all graduate over to the Mayako car. And that team's going to be more like what Joseph says, 90s motocross, uh, kind of laxy-daisy. But I also, hopefully, it turns into being like the, the youth farm program of Mayako eventually, and we get young drivers, which I'm really interested in, is because obviously I have children, I like to see... I'm a big proponent of seeing more chip, more more young racers in RC. Hopefully that JQSM slash Mayako turns into uh, that type of system where we, we help these young kids and, you know, get them ready to move up to kind of like factory tracks for um, for uh, that factory tracks has the, the AE guys that they do it. Similar to that, similar to that. So, if you want to compare to motocross or supercross, then it's like Mayako is factory Kawasaki and JQSM is pro circuit Kawasaki. That's it. That's it. That's that's the best right. way to describe it. All right. Uh, Mike Walker, thank you for the super chat. We'll actually be contacting Mike on Friday because he, he he'll be at AMS and we want to get a little report from him. And uh, congratulations to Mike Walker, but he'll, we'll talk, he knows what I'm talking about. So um, what is the most anticipated thing in RC offer it? racing in 2021 joseph i have to say it's your car i i told you this the other day i think that mayako is 2021 yeah or two 21 because people have been waiting for for 20 since all year i actually think that the mayako has become the most anticipated chassis release in such a long time i think infinity yes is is as well and obviously the, the new nemo car with the later on shocks if it if it comes to fruition but the thing is the nemo nemo car was they sort of went too too much too soon so they sort of didn't milk it out enough i think uh well they, they have a lot of testing to do yeah so would you but, agree yeah, that my no, but if you think good. about it even the one of the reason why there is interest in the Mayako is that no one's seen under the body except the members. Right. Right? Yes. So Nemo has even more, more of an exotic car, so they could have done more with it, mm-hmm. is maybe the point. Right. And now there's like no mystery. It's all shown, and it's like, well, let's see if it 
works on yeah. it. Yeah. I hope so. it works. I hope it works. I hope it works. Thank you, Mike, for the... Have you made it to AMS yet, Mike? Uh, thank you for the question. We'll be talking to you on Friday. So good luck to you and Trent and all the JQ guys in attendance. My buddy, Corey Jordan. I like this. Mugen versus TLR versus Associated. With these rivalries, will there be any hits taken out on drivers for AMS? Um, It's the last race of the year, man. I think uh, you got guys that are driving for money. You got guys that are driving for um, sponsorship in 2022. I think the gloves are off at AMS, and I think we're going to see some some badass racing. And I think it's actually Mugen and Associated versus TLR right now because unlike Joseph fails to realize, TLR is probably one of the biggest teams in RC right now next to Techno. And it seems like the Mugen guys are affiliating themselves with the Associated guys, and it's TLR versus Pillow Balls, man. TLR versus balls, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, I think I think Riv can unfend. I don't know if the beef has sort of slowed down a bit, but this is the perfect opportunity to turn the beef beef up to eleven. So oh, yeah. Uh, I wanna see some fend Rivkin fighting in the main. Uh, some take for sure they'll touch touch a bit. It, there's no question that Fend and Rivkin will have a little contact if they get close. Then you have Mason uh, Fuller and Mayfield and Fenn and Mayfield that can possibly yeah. hit each other. I think I think Mayfield is a bit over it. Sort of he's not sort of that uh maybe in the moment he is, but sort of he doesn't hold grudges. He just dominates. So Mayfield's sort of out of it, I think. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Rick and Fenn definitely have some rivalry going on. The live thing. Uh, I just think they don't like each other. Happened. I just don't think they like each other. They want to be number one. No. They're both young, and I love it. So I'm all for yeah. it. Let's be honest. They are the top 10 scale guys in America since, I, I'd say since a few years ago. Since the 2019 Worlds, they've been clearly the top uh, 10 scale guys in America to me. One is for associate, one is for TLR. And what, what, Corporate Keaton. How can I get a signed copy of the Invisible Speed book? I don't know. Ask JQ to bring it when he comes to America and he can sign it for you. Invisiblespeed.net. Uh, pay full price like everyone else. <laughs> Write a note uh, that you love me and you will receive it. And then at RCGP, bring the book and I'll sign it for you. There you go. Speaking of RCGP, he has another question. Did JQ ever kiss and make up with the Philippines club? <sighs> Mind you, no. I have to say, you know the, what? the new track looks great, though. It does look great. There are yeah. uh, most of the people there are really nice, genuinely nice. Yeah. But there are a couple of uh, two-faced motherfuckers that just don't deserve uh, any respect. So no, can't, can't take that one back, JQ. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, it's even, just the truth. Me, when hey, when I, have I ever lied? No, you haven't. You, you, that's one thing I'll you wait. are not a liar. So, Exactly. So if you're a yeah. two-faced liar, sorry, I'm not going to kiss and make up. Yeah. You don't deserve it. But it, Yeah, but the thing is, most people there, all the club guys, uh, sort of, I mean, the club racers, sort of regular people, they, they were really nice. So I, I felt really well yeah, yeah. there. Most people were really nice. It's just... Some of the, you know, silver spoon shoved half, halfway up their bums people who, who always get what they want. Some of them, I think, uh, need a bit, needed a bit of a reality check, you know, how it works in the real world, you know? Yeah. 
Interesting. Because when you live in a country like that and, and you are wealthy, you are extremely privileged and you get everything you want. Well, it's the same here. It's no different here. It's no different here. So. It's just a bit more extreme there, I think. No, I yeah. think it's similar that, here. That, was, no that was really, truly the problem. No difference here. It's just how it is. It's just a big gap between levels of income. And you have a, a poverty, you have lower, lower poverty, you have a middle class, and, a, not, and you have an upper middle class, and then you have uber rich. So, you know, you have rich, then you have uber rich. That's just kind of how it yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, the, the level of pettiness was just incredible. So, for example, uh, on the last day's morning in Maya Max's pit, they had thrown uh, molasses in our pits, like under the chairs yeah. where we sit, you know, because for those who don't know, like that regional issues began from that because we had an agreement about not using so much molasses and that stuff, but then they just drenched it in it anyway, even though we had an agreement, that's where that issues began. So then just as a sort of petty, I don't know what, they just spilled molasses in our pits. I would have thrown it all over your yeah. chairs personally. So you couldn't sit there. <laughs> That's what yeah, I would have done like, to you. That's the level of stuff. So yeah, yeah why would FYI? Why would FYI, just so up, people you know? know, every every bill that was agreed to be paid for was paid at that race. Yeah, everything was paid. Yeah, more and more. Yeah, yeah but that's just how life that, goes. That's just how life goes. Another, another problem is like in Europe, if you have a deal that something costs a thousand euros, then it's a thousand euros. That's it. It doesn't become somehow magically like two thousand five hundred. Then after the fact. That's just nice. life in third world countries, man. Telling you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chris Lamaster. How are you, Justin? Okay, we talked about Upward too. Uh, on the JQ Black Edition, the, we have in the hub inserts, you can adjust the, the, the we call it the Outboard toe, so you can add toe there as well as changing the ride height. Sorry, uh, ch- changing the hub height. Um, I, know, I don't know how, how many other 8-scale cars have that. I'm not sure. I've not, I've not built many, but yeah. Or if it's a thing in 10 scale, right? It's big in 10 scale, Max? Not really. I, I've The only car I've seen it in is the, the, the JQ. Okay, interesting. I, I haven't I haven't seen it. I, I, that's right. What's up, Rowan the Barbarian? Thank you for all your hard work, Rowan. We appreciate it. Uh, we got to get the Discord up to 200, though. So chop, chop. Let's go. Let's go. Rowan the Barbarian. Um, Jeff Keaton has just caught on to JQ BDSM. <laughs> So you anything to do with sex and JQ is all of, I mean and Keaton it gets Keaton's attack att- yeah. attention. So it's just JQ SM. Yeah. All right. Benjamin James, what's up, Benjamin? Uh what do you think of this year's layout? We talked about that in the beginning of the show. I think it's okay. It's gonna make for slower yeah. lap times and it's gonna You know what? Patience. I actually want to make a statement. Uh, appreciation for Bobby Moore. Uh he's been he's been getting to the right direction, I feel. Every every year he has better lay, layouts. I think it's more drivable, more enjoyable. Uh, he sort of he does big jumps still, but it's not about hang time. It's about making the jumps work in the track as well. So yeah, That's does he have less uh, blind spots? No, also? he said no. I, he said that particularly on the on the on the Facebook live they did this morning. No blind spots. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to give. There was none of BMP and B when I was there. I tell you what, man. Bobby builds a shit ton of tracks. I don't know how many builds a year, but I don't know how he does it. He in his full time job as well. Yeah, Uh, I really enjoyed his own track in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, unfortunately, it's closed. 
Bob's I see there needs to be more marketing promotion of these race events that I agree on. There needs to be people in the stands and that way racers wouldn't have to pay ridiculous entry fees. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all with that. It's going to be hard. To, I'm that we definitely have to promote, but we're not promoting to, I don't want to see me race. No one wants to see me do a thousand cartwheels down the front stretch. Uh, I want to see the best of the best race. And that's where we have to, yeah. we have to, we have to be honest with ourselves and just say, Hey, nobody wants to see Keenan race other 40 plus guys and look like shit. We want to, we want to take the best of the best that we have and put that and showcase that. So we have to, it, it has to start to get spectators into the race. We have to first have some, some degree of professionalism has some sort of distinction and professionalism with pro drivers and, and regular drivers. And we have to accept that, that we're not all going to be pro drivers, that those guys are pros. And when you're a pro, you get paid to do that shit, which they do. We also need to take advantage of them, make them look professional, use them in a professional way, market, spend some money, and, and try to get some behinds in the seat. But will it? Will we get 10,000 people to an RC race? And, and that's all you need? Highly unlikely. Um, maybe 20 years from yeah. now, but not... No, yeah, never. Let's, let's, yeah, I don't RC think is a spectator sport. I, I don't think yeah. we're going to get people. I, I, I hate, I disagree with you. I think we can get spectators in, but we're not going to get 10,000. 10, David 15, from RTGP thinks the same, but no, it's not. I, 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 I disagree with you. I disagree with you. And as for I, entry I, fees, I mean, I think real that, quick, we, we touched on that. Like more racing, better quality racing, cat races, you pay more. It's, it's pretty simple. Like every, like, Everything like the same person that instead of spending one hundred and fifty dollars on personalized a person, people spend two hundred dollars on a damn pit mat. So you're telling me they can't spend one hundred and fifty dollars on the race fee? The race? I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we're probably never gonna achieve ticket costs or anything like that. Uh, but I, I think we can achieve some form of spectators, especially if we combine RC with uh, bigger events. So. I remember this event, uh, WRC event in Finland in 2010. Uh, we had an RC race uh, at the service park uh, at this race. Mm. And people were lined up. It was grandstands full of people. They had to actually bring another grandstand there. Or I don't know if they didn't have it at first time, but they had to bring a grandstand there because there were too many people to mm. watch it behind the fence. So the thing is, People probably will never purposefully go to watch an RC race, but they will definitely watch it if it's an action uh, in somewhere, some other event or some happening. Right. And we've had a, there's a, there's a, a toy and model fair in Finland. We had an RC race there uh, since forever, uh, and it's always the 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 fences are full of people watching it, uh, especially kids. And uh, people enjoy RC. People en enjoy watching RC. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with JQ. You'll never be sort of people who buy a ticket to go watch RC or people even probably go to an RC track to watch RC. But they'll definitely watch it if it's convenient. Yeah, I would have to agree there, Max. Um, so, yeah. I, well, EK, my buddy Corey Jordan, and nobody's guys are all about getting these races in at events, which I agree with, and that's how we're gonna have to do it. We have to get these event these races at events where there's people already doing doing some full scale stuff. And you're not gonna be able to charge them to watch the race, but you will get eyes on the race and what we do. And I just yeah. think that's what we need, and that we need to do that. And I, yes, RC is a participating hobby, 
But nobody wants to see you and I race, Jeff Keaton. Nobody wants to see you and I race, even though you beat me. Um, but uh, COVID, COVID delayed everything. But now when RCGP starts back up, you, you're going to see the next step in the evolu- evolution. So there was a lot more to RCGP than what people know. They just saw one year of it. And it wasn't possible to make too big of a change in the first year. So this coming year will be 2.0 and there will be some elements which are moving closer to something that can be presented in a short amount of time at full-scale events, for example. So the way we race is fun for us, but it's not fun for someone who doesn't know anything about RC. So that's something that you will see next year. And hopefully this will again inspire more people to do different things to promote the hobby in their region. So more on that later on. All right. Uh, Benjamin James, hey, Lefty, did you see Captain Throat Punch himself is on the entry list for pro classes? Actually, Barufalo is not going. Um, I, I talked to him because I saw his name there and I got excited. But he said just too expensive uh, to go. And let's let's get something straight here because a lot of people like are getting on Barufalo for, for what Mayfield said about him. Barufalo did absolutely nothing to Mayfield during that qualifier to gain that nickname. You know what I mean? He just yeah. made Mayfield super nervous because Mayfield was in the verge of being in the A, I mean being in the B, and he needed a good run. And Marco Barufalo was just behind him like, bark, bark, madman Marco. And yeah. who's to say, hey, who's not to say that Barufalo isn't some black belt in jujitsu and, and Ryan Mayfield went for that throat punch next thing you know he's up in a... Is in a triangle chokehold rolling on his steps or something like that. Just and because you know what? I think I think Marco gets a little bit bad rep. Just like he has the he has the sort of rep, uh, what do you call it? People sort of know him for being aggressive and all that. And they sort of go with it. Like Boots was like Boots was at RCGP. No matter who he was racing against, he blamed Marco. I don't know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> But he was racing against some other guy, and he blamed Marco for them touching or something. So uh, there's sort of uh, an attitude against him. I don't know why it is because I mean, I raced him. In, I raced with him at RCGP. Uh, we raced multiple times. Uh, I was a lot of times much lower than him, and there was no contact. It was clean. We raced side by side a few times. I never had any issues with him, so I don't. I don't know what why it is. He definitely is aggressive. He definitely uh, takes people out. There's no doubt. But I'd say there are a lot worse here. There are a lot, lot, a lot of guys who take up people, don't even think about it, and there's really no point. You know, Mark is aggressive. That, he does it sometimes, but I don't think he's the worst uh, offensive. I think that I'm not at all su- surprised that Max doesn't understand it because he's the same kind of driver. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is. The thing is that when you are driving behind someone, then you need to drive a bit differently than what you would do if there was no one ahead of you. And that's what the top guys do, except certain guys, like, for example, Marco. So, yes, I think he's involved in more incidents than your average guy. But also, even when he isn't, it's like he's kamikaze into corners where that the guy in front thinks that there will be contact and, and actually changes how they drive because he is behind, you know? So yeah, but I, there I, are drivers who really can be see... behind you and, and you just drive normally, right? Because you keep the door closed and 
try and block them, right? But then when you have someone like Barufalo behind you, if you just drive normally, they will hit you. So then those top guys, they attack the corners differently to avoid getting hit. So it's not always the case that, oh, well, he doesn't hit the guy. Yeah, he's not hitting the guy because the guy in front knows to drive differently to not get hit. Does that make sense? So I, I understand I mean, I, that. I understand they, that. If they just drove normally, they would get hit. So that's that. That's why people don't like him. That's why Mayfield yeah. got mad yeah, because I mean, him behind you means that to not get hit, you have to change your driving, and that's not right. It should be the guy behind needs to respect the guy in front and not force them to change their driving. Why not? That's, that's why not? This I, is racing. I, I disagree. Yes, but disagree for example, in a qualifier, you are not racing yeah. for position. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In qualifier, also, okay. it's also, a strategic, it's a strategic mindset. No, 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 no. no but it, it's no, no, but it loses for both. In qualifying, it's dumb for him as well. But I, yeah. I, I disagree in a sense. In I definitely, I definitely, I'm definitely easier on the guy in front if I'm in fourth and he's in third, because I know we can't lose time. We have to keep up with the first two guys. Uh, if it's his first, I'm second. I don't really care. And the thing is, I it's really rare that I I actually touch people. At least these days. In the past, yeah, I've 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 been very aggressive and I've hit people sort of accidentally. These days, I I can't even remember when I hit someone by accident. It was it's almost always uh, that I knew I was gonna hit him, but I didn't really care. Uh, or it was on purpose. Uh, but the thing is, I sort of know where I place my car. I know exactly what I'm doing. And I do that on purpose. But I don't know if Marco knows that. And I think when he does it in qualifiers, I agree. And I, I think it's it's dumb to do that because it loses for both. Your rhythm gets lost. The guy in front, the rhythm of the guy in front gets lost. You both lose time. So that's not smart. But in RCGP, that really wasn't the case. Uh, if you're driving in a line, sort of this, uh, like, uh, there's like five cars in a row, uh, you put side dams. I don't know what Jeff's on about the side dams. Yeah, but if you, if you have a row of like uh, five cars and Marco is somewhere in between, yeah, that's that's really annoying. And I think I personally have learned that recently. I haven't been like that always. I have been much more aggressive in the past. Even at RCGP, I kind of learned that a lot. Because at the first event, I was having a lot of issues. Uh, I hit Lee Martin like five times. <laughs> no one else, actually, but Lee Martin I hit a lot of times. Oh, so uh, you was what Leon that, was I, talking about. You was who Leon was talking about there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it was. Me and Lee were like, we were we were chatting a lot. We were kind of hanging out a bit at the track. But on track, I don't know why, but every race we had at least one incident. He took me out a few times uh, at the end of the season. Uh, but at the start of the season, Manila, I took him out so many times. After that, I kind of to, kind of had to think again uh, what I was doing. And yeah, since then, I've been better. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of agree. But I think if you're racing for the win, it is acceptable to sort of dive bomb and do those kamikaze moves as long as the guy in front wouldn't actually have to change his line. He just feels he has to, you know? I, I have There's a, a line there where if he has to change his line, then I think it's it's not okay. But if he doesn't have to, but he does it because he's scared, then I think it's okay. 
All right. Well, I have a I have an awesome voice I have an awesome voice note for for this whole topic. Um, JQ crashed into me two or three times uh, uh, on purpose. Uh, that's what happened, basically. JQ, did you crash two or three times into Leonardo on purpose? I think it was pretty much 50-50. You see, that's the problem. A lot of these young kids, I don't have any, any, anything personal against them, but they don't have any respect for the other cars on the track. So after multiple times of the same driver taking you out, you just have enough. So I thought I would do the same to him and see how he reacts. Now he understands how it feels to be ahead of him, so hopefully he can take this as a lesson going into the future races. So you deliberately hit him? Yeah, I'm not ashamed to admit I deliberately took him out. Yes, I did. Well, Dad, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. <laughs> what is this? Oh, that's from Talladega Nights. Uh, yeah, great, epic. Uh, almost lost my shit when you said that, Joseph, in live. All right, Tyler, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher your last name, Scrimisher, 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 sorry, Tyler, what is your opinion of the AMS format, entry cap, and almost double the entry, we went over this uh, quite a lot, it's yeah. $50 more than what you would pay, or I think $40 more than what you would pay, okay, we, we have, I'll, I'll I'm, put it, I put okay, it very simply. It's like buying beer with 2% alcohol. That's what you get for 90 buck entry and PMB. Or you buy beer that actually has some alcohol in it uh, and it costs you a little bit more. But it's actual beer, real beer, not 2.5% or whatever that, that piss is shit is. <laughs> I actually, that's a great, great uh, metaphor. Great, great. Yeah. You, did, you did it perfectly. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right, a um, couple more questions, and I think we're going to end it up. We're going to call it quits. We've been here almost two hours. EKJ, left tire salute, dude. I got it right. JQ, can we get can we get JQ threads, Mayako race jerseys, like motocross jerseys to buy for the Mayako team to wear to races to look more professional? Uh, a motocross jerseys would look terrible on RC races, but if he means those kind of colored pit shirts, then we'll have those. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you, Ben Pats, for the con congratulations, Keenan and JQ on the 150th episode. Jeff Keaton Mayfield calling out JQ at the World's Bank. It was a close second. Yeah, that was. You know what? One one of the best things RCGP ever did was when they put out those quotes of people dissing RCGP. Sort of, I remember they put out on Facebook the quote of Mayfield that, I, I can't remember how it went, exactly the quote they put on, but those were really cool because it was like, when they were posting it, it was sort of a, a boss move. So, yeah, I like those. Uh, and this clip, I don't know if, if people still have it somewhere, but this clip was legendary as well. Yeah, I think it was actually in Driven, wasn't it, Joseph? The first episode? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember when that came out. I almost like just lost my stuff too. Ah, it's, it's you've you've definitely caused some stressful moments in my life, Joseph. I've been a prison officer, firefighter, all that type of stuff, but I have not had as much stress as I've had working in the RC industry for the last four years at all. Rowan, uh, post. But up I, I think Mayfield will uh, live to eat those words. Or what's the right right? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think he has definitely changed his mind about RCGP already. Uh, I think already in 2019 he had. 
Yeah. I the thing is that um I think it's rare to have people come together and work on something where the goal isn't actually just selfish. You know, where mm-hmm. the point yeah. isn't like let's do this so we can make money or let's do this so we can win or let's do this so we can have an advantage. That's kind of where people's brains tend to go first. So then when you have a group of people come together and they're doing something, the majority of people look at that and assume that's the intention. So then when it isn't, it's uh, unimaginable almost to many people, Mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of what RCGP was. All the people who were involved, uh, the intention wasn't to personally benefit or gain some advantage. The intention was to change the game, do something that would benefit the industry as a whole and everyone. So that's why uh, what he said in that banquet was uh, sort of perfectly the opposite to the reality. Like, you know, I just want to race more or something, whatever he said. So it was like the opposite of reality. And that's funny because you remember that one blog that I wrote about DNC? where I said, oh, we arrived and everything was beautifully prepared. The track was ready and all the pipes were nailed down. And, uh, you know, like I said, everything I said about the race made it sound perfect, but everything, every detail was actually the opposite. You know, there's, yeah. there's a great tire washing station and compressed air and all of this, all of the things I said, like there's a schedule and races are running good and on time. Uh, Mayfield actually gave me that idea because he was bitching and moaning in the pits about the race. And then that's, that was when I was writing a blog every single day. And then he told me, Hey, JQ, you should write a blog uh, about the race and make everything the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. And they, so that blog was actually his idea. And that is the blog that really pissed Joey off. Like that's why he started sort of hating me again. I guess he used to hate me back in the day, but then we were fine. And then after that blog, then he was. Yeah, nothing to do with you putting stickers all over his stuff. No, no, no. This was before that, right? It was like. uh, I think previous year. Yeah. I I think it was, yeah. What's up, Burkan? We we need to get Borak on the the podcast here by the end of the year, too. Let him know. Great interview with Burkan, by the way. All right. um, I think that's all the questions we have. If anybody has any last questions, Put them in now because this is last call for alcohol. If you want to do a super chat, we'll definitely take that so we can buy some alcohol. Let's see. I don't think Ryan yeah. Mayfield's comment. I don't think Ryan Mayfield's comments about RCGP as much as it was just supporting JQ. Um, I think he was. I, this is what I think would happen. Mayfield was pissed off at the Worlds because he, you know, he didn't win, yeah. and then he got caught with the Reds engine of the OS engine. He had probably had a shit ton of cores, like if that's what you know there, and then yeah, um, sure. you know, then some idiot who could have just went up there and said, "Wow, thank you, um, you know, thank you for my plus thirty five worlds trophy," and fucked off. But no, somebody has to go up there and and what does he say? Go ahead, Joseph. You know what I you said. said. That, uh, it's so awesome to be here, and uh, I'm just disappointed that. Captain Club Race didn't join the biggest club race in the world. 
because that was the 35 plus race at uh, Worlds, which basically is the biggest club race in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the undisputed captain of club races chose to not race it. Like I said, Joseph, you have to learn to read the room. And you didn't read the room. And then I read the room perfectly. Honestly, if I was Mayfield, I probably would have done that and then threw a bottle at you personally. But um, that would have been awesome. Jake is the type of guy, if you hit him, he'd be like, oh man, did you catch it on video? Did you see my face messing up his fist? (laughs) Man, my face hit his fist so many times, I blooded his knuckles. Did you see my face messing up his face? Yeah, that's how Jake you would look at it. Um, yeah, man, I hit his face. I hit his fist with my face so many times. I blooded his knuckles. Yeah, don't worry about my face being a bloody pulp, but I beat his fist up. Oh my god! Ben Pets. Uh, when will the Mayako come out? Uh, pro- prototype ship on the fifteenth. Ah, but is is question is the production release still set for January, Joseph? It's never been set for January. Twenty twenty two. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So Chinese New Year is like February. So the goal is to get it shipped before then. So let's see. It's either gonna be sort of late January or then March. Mid March. <laughs> Mid March to end March because when they go on that one three week vacation, it's a vacation. Charlie Mack, he says he's he's hearing rumors of the Mayako Truggy release date. Release, Joseph. He wants to know a date. He says that's when it's definitely gonna be become a Mayaka Nair. I think that next year the e buggy will be members only for until sometime in the summer. And then in the summer, there'll be an e-buggy and Truggy will be members only all year. So only prototype form. Thank you, Ben, for the question. All right, guys, man, 150 episodes, two hours of chatting. I really enjoy these lives. I got nervous before them, but then I enjoy them. So um, yeah. we, we need to do more of these. We will next year. Oh, we'll do. We'll yeah. do two this weekend, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> um, you know what? I have to pay a few more bills before we go out of here, so bear with me, guys. Uh, you know that this podcast is bought by TNR Fuels, and we are all about the nitro. Is the glory on this podcast, and what would be the number one eight-scale nitro podcast without a nitro fuel sponsor? So thank you to TNR Fuels. They are the hottest fuel on the market, owned and operated by my buddy Chris Nelson and his family, made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels is currently available throughout the USA. They are working on international shipping. For more information to, to support the company or purchase some NNRC fuel, I'm sorry, NNRC fuel, TNR Fuels and get it in your hobby shop, uh, contact them at www.tnrfuels.com. Contact Chris Nelson at chris at tnrfuels.com. Find them on House of RC or directly contact them through Facebook. Also, that a big partner that came on this year, and I'm super happy, and hopefully they will join us in the new year, is HiTech. HiTech RCD is a leader in the RC systems, delivering the highest performance and reliability, supported by a dedicated customer service personnel. I actually had Mike Mayberry on her a few weeks ago, well, a couple of months ago, and it was a great interview with him. Showed us the most expensive and biggest servo you can get. The HSBC 9381TH servers have efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption, constant output, and a metal case. And they also regenerate power back into your batteries. The RDX2 Pro Charger, 
which I have back there, can charge two packs at a time. I know I'm charging two six cells, three S packs, you name it. It's it's handling it. I can monitor my my batteries uh, progression on my on the Bluetooth dongle on their app, which I think is really cool. Uh, so check it out. Get an RDX two Pro charger in your arsenal. Trust in High Tech, your server and charger headquarters. Visit hightechrcd.com where to buy to find your nearest dealer. Thank you to those guys. Thank you, Dakri man. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, D70, my boy, he's got an e-buggy for us. But this is e yeah. JQ is an e-buggy and e soon to be e-truggy and truggy specialist. So will Mayako ever have an e-truggy? <laughs> Unfortunately, I think so. Yeah, because it's the fastest growing class oh. in RC right now. Oh no! I wish that never took off. I wish e that died before. It you off. know what that means? I don't have to race. I just have to oh, not yeah. worry about buggy, e buggy, and just focus on e becoming an e truggy champion. Imagine, imagine in 2025, pro drivers go to a race for racing four classes. God, that. I don't think that will ever happen. Yeah, I hope you won't. There we go. Dakri says E garbage. Well, we know how he feels about E buggy. I don't feel that way, by the way. I actually enjoy E buggy and stuff. Thank you for thank you for this super sticker, man. Look, I swear I want to know who this guy is. I cannot figure out who he is, but he always gives us a super chat, always comments, and yeah, I love it. I love the support, man. 150 episode, three years done. Um, super super pumped for 2022. We got big things in in the making. And we can't do it without you guys' support. So please continue to share, continue to listen, share this podcast, leave reviews, negative or positive. We need to get, also go to our YouTube channel and yeah, we're almost at 1,500 subs. We should be at 5,000. I know I'm not been putting too much work into the YouTube channel, but you know, I'm busy with other things. We have a TikTok. We have a whole lot of things going on. And the Discord. Please join the Discord. Max has been super busy in that. We do have, uh, where is yeah? The, yeah, we do have the link for that here somewhere. I try to act smart, and I, I, yeah, I put put myself in all conversations there. So yeah, Max is super, <laughs> super, super eager and keen. Yeah, man, thank you, Dakri, man. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate the support, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. Hey, man, it's been an awesome 150 episodes. I I'm ready for the next 150. Um. I'm ready to, you know, let's go. Like it's 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 time to go. Like you know, like we've. Ah. You feeling it now? Yeah, I'm feeling it. I love feeling it. groovy. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for our show, guys. Tune on Friday. Max and I will do a short show on Friday, talking about AMS. Hopefully, we'll have some coverage by then. Um, uh, tune in. We'll do that. We're doing that live. What was the What time is it again on on Friday, Max? Yeah, I'll, I'll read up the times again. So it will be on Friday, four thirty p.m. Easter. And then on Sunday, it'll be 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so if you're an European, uh, that'll be... Wait, I messed it up already. It'll say it's for, uh, for Eastern Europe, it's seven hours ahead of Eastern time. For Central Europe, six hours ahead of Eastern time. So Joseph, yeah. will you be joining us uh, in any of these? Maybe Monday? What time is it? Finish time? Oh, shit. Uh, around 12. Yeah, I can. Yeah, because you're in vampire mode anyway. Like, you know, out there editing yeah, videos. Yeah. That's what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. All right. I haven't I had, had time to, to edit videos, but 
Yeah, I'd and be in, uh, going to bed at like five and six a.m. Yeah, you and Max. That's why I had to wake Max up. He was taking a nap, and he wasn't ready. <laughs> anyway, yeah, guys, please I, someone, yeah, join the Discord. Yeah, we're close to two hundred. Let's let's try to get two hundred uh, this week. Yeah, because when that Discord gets up to like a thousand people, it's gonna be popping. It's popping now. Yeah, when it gets up to a thousand people, it's gonna be crazy. I think it's gonna be the new starting grid, twenty twenty two version. Um. All right. I think that's it, guys. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everybody, for the support for the last few years. It's been awesome. Uh, I hope we have been entertaining. We've been informative. We've been definitely been scandalous and definitely been, I want to say we've been scandalous. We've definitely been non-PC. We And I think that's the way you guys like it. We talk about the hard stuff that nobody else wants to talk about, and we will continue to do that. And our goal is to help make RC better, more exciting for everybody, because we are fans of racing. And I and if you're tuning into this race show, into this, you are a fan of eight scale racing, and that's why you like it. So thank you to everybody that supported us. Uh, keep it up. We need it. We need you guys to keep putting us in those algorithms. What's up, Everett? How you doing, man? And uh, thank you, D Seventy. I appreciate that. Uh, join our Discord. Uh, Everything, man. Thank you. Thank you to the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you to the patrons of the podcast. Remember, if you wish to be a patron, you can find a link in this written description. And um, you know what? I want to say thank you to all the awesome sponsors of the podcast. They are Mayako, Beach RC, High Tech RCD, TNR Fuels, uh, Techno, uh, I said Techno RC, Donathan RC, JQSM, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, House of RC, Racecraft USA, Lugs Racing Tires, Sun City RC Raceway, RCGP. Uh, we got JQ Threads in there. All these people, please, guys. Uh, links and coupon codes to all these sponsors are in the written description. If you're a company and you wish to be a part of it, use the podcast as a advertising platform. We have limited spaces available in 2022. And, yeah, let's just keep this going because we need the sponsor money. We, we need the Patreon money to keep things going. And, man, I'm just... I'm chuffed. That's the best word I could use. Chuffed. English. I'm chuffed. So chuffed at, the, at what we've done. What we've done. What we've accomplished. You know what? I think one of my greatest compliments ever was a guy called us RC Comedians. And if you, <laughs> RC Comedians. Yeah, yeah. He called Joseph and I RC Comedians. But if you really check it, RC comedian, Comedians get their message across through laughter and insults. And they usually get their message across. So we're doing a good job. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you to RC. I got a name of RC Kevin, Zach, Rowan, Connie of House of RC, David Isherwood, David Runnefalk, Alexander Hagberg, uh, all these guys who come on on uh, Jared Tebow, Wally, all these guys who have helped make this what it is. I appreciate it. And we, I couldn't do Born it. Host. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we sort of uh, also appreciate sort of the running jokes we've had on the podcast as well? Well, we would have to talk Just for another twenty minutes, perfect. and I'm not going to do that. What are they anyway? So, average Joe, I mean, Bornhorst is one for sure. That that, that yeah. didn't start on the podcast. I, um, I think the I funniest think I, thing I, you've I said, Joseph, was ten scale cars like a vacuum, a vacuum cleaner going around a track. <laughs> Oh, I nearly died when you said that. Nerds in the field. Yeah, that was that was one yeah. of the best things to come out of this. Nerds in the field. So lots of things. Um, 
we're 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 gonna include a lot of those in our new intro that we're doing. Man, I'm man. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. Some idiot like me, you guys listen to us babble on. I I can't say thank you enough. Thank you, thank you. And here's to the next 150, and here's to all of us making RC better because it starts with you guys. We just bring the word. You guys have to implement it. Anyway, Joseph, anything you want to say before we leave? Max, anything you want to say before we leave? No. Nothing special. Yeah. I mean, see you guys on Friday and, and Sunday. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, let's, well. let's enjoy this last race, man. Uh, yeah. It'll be a while since we have another one, one of these big ones. Yeah, it would be um, SIC or... Probably SIC, yeah. Yeah, and then Montpellier. Yeah, be a few months so yeah let's enjoy this one guys to episode 420 yeah let's do it baby episode 420 it's a long way away but yeah we're gonna do it all right thank you everybody for the continued support we greatly appreciate it even jq that's his way of saying thank you very much we greatly appreciate it he just says it in two words yeah yeah thanks a lot we appreciate everyone except uh, joey from uh, scrc and those filipino guys feel them <laughs> You enjoy love each other. You enjoy love each other. Also, also, guys, uh, Invisible Speed. Let's do a quick promo for that, Joseph. Invisible Speed. Drop yeah, in. actually, you know, I forgot. I'm such a bad salesman. So um, this coming week, we'll start planning that run-through, month-long run-through with David Ronefal, Cole Ogden, Carl McBride, and Robert Bajier, right? So eight-scale off-road. That's what we're focusing on. So... From now until next week, Sunday, you can still get in that program. If you order the full course, you'll be in. So you have, what, 10 days uh, to order the course, and you'll be in that four-week run-through. Awesome. Ask all the questions you want. Those drivers will be on Discord to answer. We'll have live calls, live chats, uh, OnlyFans. It's, yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> Only fans. Well, everybody's seen your penis, so that's all right. Yeah. That's actually one of the highlights too. Yeah, if my echo falls through, Jakey has another option. No, but we we didn't. We have it in one of the episodes. That story. Yeah, yeah, we told, we told it the whole the story. I'm yeah, still yeah, yeah. amazed at how he was able to write his all that stuff on his uncircumcised. Yeah, I mean he's he's it's big, he's yeah, it's thick enough, so there's a, enough room, there's space, you know. Yeah, when you have a foreskin, you know, yeah, you got plenty of space to ride one. So, okay, know. I think it's time then the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is live. Uncircumcised heathens. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, that's you know we could, we couldn't we couldn't do a podcast without a yeah. joke. So this is this is the after dark section. Yeah. All right, you know yeah, what, man. Yeah. Thank you for everything, and um, we'll see you guys on Friday. And thank you for tuning in to the hundred. Yeah, actually, in, in January, I'm gonna go to the DR, and I'm gonna smack lefty into gear. So we're gonna do podcast 2.0. There's a lot we need to fix, and uh, maybe we can do do one or two shows there yeah. while I'm there. So it it probably be fixed by the time he yeah. gets here, to be honest. But it'd be good to have you down here. I don't think so. And then I we can bury so. you in a. Cane you need to somewhere. fix lefty. Lefty, uh, we can fix the rest. I'm not over fixable. Here. So yeah. I'm just me. Yeah, I think I think next year our goal should be to raise enough money so you can fix your fucking gimp arm. Yeah, yeah. I someone right. has mentioned so that. So why to don't me. you like 
find out how much it is and then next year i think we can do it yeah, yeah. that'd be cool fix my arm hashtag get lefty and left arm you know what though yeah but what's your name gonna be then lefty blessings yeah, come, blessings come in disguises if i didn't get in my accident we wouldn't be talking right now so a left Thanks, arm a left arm is something i can give up help him clean the studio the studio the studio is clean i'm cleaning it up now shut up salty joe oh it's got be, be quiet salty don't be so salty got a name like salty joe yeah let's get lefty's arm fixed anyway guys we've been babbling on thank you see you guys on friday and thank you everybody for joining us you know what lefty beaker Beaker pumper nickels and the arrogant one out the traitor Thank you for listening to the No Name RC Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC Podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron-only giveaways. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.nnrcpodcast.com. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. If you aren't having fun, it doesn't make sense. And if you ain't grinding, you're sliding lefty out. Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory.
wasn't so bad. 